Welcome to Guys We Fucked. <laughs> guys We Fucked. Guys We Fucked. I'm Christina. I'm Corinne. We're sorry, sorry about, about last, last night. night. The anti slut shaming podcast. <laughs> I never stop. <laughs> hey, fuckers. Welcome to another episode of Guys We Fucked. It's the anti slut shaming podcast. I'm Corinne. I'm Christina. Today's episode is brought to you by Smilf. It's a new comedy series from Showtime based off a Sundance award-winning short film. Smilf follows Bridget Bird, a 20-something single mom from South Boston, as she navigates dating, sex, and a career while raising a tiny human. Smilf is loosely based on the life of series creator Frankie Shaw. Check out Smilf streaming now only on Showtime. Come see us live. Won't you? If you will. New York. It's the New York Comedy Festival. It's coming up. And on Thursday, November 9th, best day of your life, Christina Hutchinson and myself, Corinne Fisher, are going to be retiring our Guys We Fucked Experience Tour Show Aww. with the best fucking version of it. And we're, we've been saying this a lot, so we're really going to need to live up to it at the Tribeca Performing Arts Center. Okay? Yeah. It's a 900-seat theater. It's the biggest fucking show we've ever done in New York City. If you're sitting at home and you're like, you know what? I, I want to see Corinne and Christina, but I haven't done it yet. This is the show to go to. If you've tweeted us with sad crying emoji faces. I want to see you. I really want to see you. Please, Corinne and Christina. But then, excuse, 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 excuse. You. Make it happen. <laughs> November 9th is the day. We need you. Okay? We need everybody. Normally, we're very kind. Oh, I'm going to sell this out. No, no, no. We need you. Okay? We need you. We're in our own. We can't be embarrassed on our own turf. <laughs> and I don't Ain't care truth. if we sell 899 tickets. I will it's be disappointed. Okay. 900 or nothing. The show. So even if, if you fly in from another country and you spend thousands of dollars to stay <laughs> here and just to see this show, I won't feel bad because that's how good the fucking show is going to be. And that says a lot because I always, always feel like, oh, my God, you traveled how far? Do you want me to tap dance for you? I feel so bad you traveled that far, spent that much money to get here. No, I don't feel bad because this is going to be the best show uh, you'll ever see in your whole life. Um, Los Angeles, Sunday, November 19th at 8.30 p.m. Corinne Fisher and Christina Hutchinson present Fucked a Book mitzvah is happening at the comedy store in the main room. Um, tickets are going fast for that one. So get them now if you want to come. It's going to be she's fun. <laughs> it'll be that'll be a unique show that no one will ever see before. That'll be a one time show. No one's ever going to see it again. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, and thank you so much to our second sponsor of the thank day. Y'all. Bull and Branch. Right. Science tells us that there yeah. are five stages of sleep. But oh, before you can enter any of them, you need to be comfortable so you can fall asleep. Go point ball and branch. You need bowl and branch sheets, the most comfortable sheets you'll ever sleep on. What makes them unique is each sheet is crafted from 100% organic cotton. That means bowl and branch sheets not only feel incredible, but they also look amazing. And since bowl and branch sells exclusively online, you don't pay that expensive retail markup. That's half the price for twice the quality. You'll love these sheets. Try them for 30 nights and see for yourself. 
yourself. If you're not impressed, return them for a full refund. Anyone who sleeps on Bowl & Branch sheets loves them. That's why they have thousands of five-star reviews. The New York Times, Forbes, and the Wall Street Journal rave about them, and even three U.S. presidents have Bowl & Branch sheets. I have Bowl & Branch sheets. They've been on my bed for a long time. You know what? I don't even wash them, and they're still comfortable. Hell yeah. Because I'm a disgusting human being, and I live like a, a college freshman. Hell yeah, do you, girl? Forget lugging around a bed in a bag in a busy, busy department store. Bowl and Branch makes it easy to order from home with free shipping and free returns. Just go to bowlandbranch.com. That's B O L L and branch.com. You'll get $50 off your first set of sheets plus free shipping in the U.S. when you use the promo code GWF. That's $50 off plus free U.S. shipping right now at B O L L and branch.com. Again, that's B O L L. Yeah. And branch. Uh-huh. I'll spell that to you. That's B R A N C H dot com. Promo code GWF, bowlandbranch.com. Promo code GWF. I know that seemed lengthy, but legally we have to say that. <laughs> A second, a third, technically sponsor of this uh, of this episode of Guys We Fucked is uh, is is a service that uh, in the Hutchinson household we know and love very well because uh, my is name. It, are you call this the Hutchinson household? Yeah, because I'm a woman of the house and my last name reigns all. Um, no, but Stephen uses this service a lot and he loves it and he doesn't like anything and that honestly says a lot. <laughs> if Stephen endorses anything, that's like eight eighteen hundred stars. Talk space. We all need a little, uh, we all need to take a little bit better care of ourselves and our mental health is no exception. That's why today's sponsor Talkspace, the online therapy company, makes it easy to connect with an experienced licensed therapist that you pick based on your preferences for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy. You could send your therapist text, audio and video messages or even do a live chat. Talkspace therapists are fully licensed and go through a rigorous screening process in addition to thousands of hours of supervised professional training. To match uh, with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com slash GWF. And as a special offer for our listeners, you can use coupon code GWF to get $30 off your first month and to show you support for guys we fucked. That coupon code again is GWF at Talkspace.com slash GWF. Talkspace, therapy for how we live today. How you doing, girl? I'm great. Today, is we're recording this on November 1st, which in my opinion is the saddest day of the year because <laughs> it's the day after Halloween. Um, and so this is the day when it's going to be the most more days until Halloween. So in my <laughs> opinion, the worst day of the year. Uh, that being said, it's been okay. Uh, I did have a great Halloween it was very What'd simple. I went to um, Harrison and me and Tommy and, and some of Harrison's friends uh, rented an Airbnb. Oh. Uh, and we had a, a Halloween party. Um, it was Harrison's idea. I just gave it. I was going to say, yeah. Uh, I thought you said Harrison was having. It was Harrison. Yeah, Harrison. Right. But then obviously like nothing gets a Let's Halloween stamp of approval unless I'm involved. Exactly. Which is a rule I made up for myself. Um, I also asked a lot of the fuckers to tweet me um, pictures of their costumes. Um, most of them were pretty terrible, but that's okay. I really enjoyed Terrible how so? <laughs> Lack of creativity or. 
I'm just, you know me. Dude, I, I didn't do, I, I have I am shitty Halloween costumes the most judgmental about Halloween, Halloween costumes. costumes so I could judge the shit out of you. Uh, no, it did make me happy, but then sometimes I get very aggravated. I, I appreciate anyone. I just kind of wanted to say that because it was hilarious. Um, I appreciate anyone <laughs> who dresses up on Halloween, you know, especially if you're over the age of six. And I get very upset when people try to be like, you're an adult. It's not. No, that's why the people world say that. A lot of people have Ew, the have go, the kind, go home have the kind of headspace that like if you're still celebrating Halloween as an adult like you are need to prioritize well, those are miserable. miserable uh, people. I'm gonna clap back and say that you guys need to prioritize if you're not celebrating Halloween. I mean, you know, it's the most fun holiday. Kate Wolf had a nice tweet about how she loves it because the like veil is thinner on Halloween and it allows us to play more. Yeah, and I was like, you know what? Great, great job, Kate Wolf, because. I couldn't agree more. It's the best day. It's so fun. I love a costume, you know, and I am judgmental about other people's costumes only because, yeah, they do lack creativity. Yeah. I did. Well, tweet. you put a lot of work in your costumes I did. more than anybody I know. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm the best at Halloween. There's really no, <laughs> you know, and I have. I mean, you do, you own a coffin. There's so. no financial excuse for it. And even when I was really poor, I mean, and also like, I think the best costumes are costumes that you make. Because even if you can afford to rent or buy an expensive costume, no. It doesn't feel as rewarding because you it doesn't. I, putting together a costume that has multiple pieces to it. It's usually not accurate. That's places. how you get the accuracy, especially if you're like, I like to do a lot of characters like that we know, like pop culture figures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to get the accuracy. Like you can't just get for all instance, from Ricky's. Yeah, I didn't find a wand. that I was Eureka from Eureka's Castle this year. Ugh, uh, love unless show. you're kind of in our age group, you're not going to know what the fuck we're talking about. But just Google it. It was a show on Nickelodeon with puppets. Um, and it was fantastic. I was Eureka. Uh, Alfred, of course, was Magellan. Oh, I was going to say the dragon. Because um, he actually looks more like Batley, but I thought it would be inhumane to paint him blue and put glasses on him. Mm, so instead, I just bought him a dragon costume. Good on you. And that was, yeah, because, you know, I don't want to make I don't want to make Halloween miserable for anyone except for myself by staying up till 430 in the morning, Ugh. hand hot gluing jewels onto a cow neck sweater. Anyway, but for instance, like I couldn't <laughs> finds the wand that was specific to Eureka. She has a moon wand, but there's, mm. they were showing me a lot of sailor moon type wands. Uh, boo. No. And I said, no. Different moon. So I, I, found, I went to Michael's and I let my creativity run wild. I saw a circular sponge. I said, you know what? Cut a moon. I can cut a moon out of that. I can hand glitter it, hand jewel it, put a chopstick in there. I made a wand. It is very fucking accurate. Nice. I dyed a I dyed a wig that I had bought for the Lady Gaga concert. Hand dyed it with manic panic. Cut the ponytail in. Braided it. I mean, I really there's there was a lot of craftsmanship, and I was very love crafting. Very happy with my execution. I'm not even that. Like I, I can't paint a painting very well. But you're very crafty. But I'm good at putting together. I think it, I, it has to do with passion. You know, guys, if you're passionate about something, you can. And everyone, thank you for allowing me to um. To, to see your costumes so that I could then trash them on the podcast. <laughs> I really appreciate that. Uh, one day I'm, I'm going to do an elaborate costume. I When I was a kid, I used to fucking, my friends were probably so annoyed with me, but I used to make a map. Trick-or-treating was like the biggest deal in the world. That was my favorite holiday. That was why Halloween was my favorite. Mm -hmm. And I used to make a map of the neighborhood and I would number every one of the houses in the order that we would hit them. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you got to go cross the street and crisscross mm -hmm. versus like one side of the street and the other because it's going to take less time because I would mimic the route 
a week before. You really think so? It would take oh, less time? Yes, because I did it myself. I timed mm. myself. I would take my mom's kitchen timer mm-hmm. and then I would time myself going from house to house. I see. And uh, and and I discovered that with the way our neighborhood was set up, crisscrossing okay. it across the street was better because then all the other kids do one fucking side of the time. Right. That's where you fuck up because then it's traffic jam central. Right. And you just got to be careful, obviously, if you're crossing the street a lot in a, in a costume. Oh, perhaps totally. not good eye holes or like <laughs> yeah. That. Um, yeah, no, I think it's, I, you know, I just, I don't, I didn't get the, the nickname amongst my friends, Halloween Nazi for nothing. Oh, that's very, but I would just because I don't, fun. I don't want to make, you know, say something negative and then not follow up with some assistance. So I am hereby, uh, announcing that I, I am available, uh, for a Halloween resource. If you say, you know what, Corinne, Upon reflection, I realized that I did, in fact, have a terrible costume with no creativity. Um, and that was perhaps poorly executed. And I maybe perhaps I didn't realize that yeah. until you crucified until me. I, until I point until Curran pointed it out for me. Um, I will I'm offering you can you can email me. I think maybe I'll probably create a new Gmail that I'll I'll then I'll let you know next episode. Um, but in the meantime, you can tweet me if you have a confusion. I mean, maybe if your your problem is that you're just in general a boring person. Um <laughs> just let I'll give you some tips on how to help that if you have ideas already for next year. I gave my brother some great ideas. What was your brother? My brother, um well, my brother ended up being a vampire, which I mean is something I will let basic, go. but you could go you could go creative yes, with that. Yes, I am not against the classic costume. A vampire, a uh, bride of Frankenstein. I am not, if, but if you go, if you go, if you go classic and it's something that you see every year someone being, that's fine. But then you have to go overboard on yeah. execution. Put your personal touch to it. My favorite thing, my favorite costume that someone tweeted me was uh, someone was a weed brownie and she executed that by, she like put the weed leaves in her hair and then she wore a brownie like the Girl Scout sash. Oh, I love like that. super simple super cheap not a lot of uh you know work in putting it together but creative yeah i get a little ch- i got a little chuckle i love a, i, I love a costume it. with a pun mm-hmm. you know what was boris hyken was something he was a you know the coal miners that got trapped in another country this was years oh, ago and he was oh, a yes, miner he yes. was a whatever, chilean chilean miner yeah but he had a lollipop and a child's hat on it was like oh miner as an under 18 right? i like where you're going with that boris beautiful someone dressed up as alexa the the thing that you talked to oh the speaker yeah that was a girl at the party was that she was great she just put some of like the blue um like light up necklaces the glow stick necklaces oh, in her hair she had Amazon. that's great very simple you can still look like a huge slut if you want to oh yeah i love i love dressing like a big old hoe on halloween which i know is important so i just yeah i want i just want to reach out to the community um oh no so my brother just after that because he he texted me and he was like the girl he's seeing um uh, was dressing up as a cat, which automatically made me not like her. Uh, and then and he knew that he goes, Corinne, I didn't even want to hate this because I didn't even want to tell you because I knew you'd be so angry about it. <laughs> I, yeah, that is a basic bitch costume. If I ever heard one. I tweeted yesterday that if you dressed up as a cat for Halloween, you should be you shouldn't be allowed to vote anymore. <laughs> I do stand by that. Um, but anyway, so he he was like, Corinne, what do I, what can I do that? I'll have a good costume, but I won't overshadow my, this girl that I'm seeing. I mean, you're already, you're already overshadowing. Dressed me. as a cat. And I go, I mean, if you just, if you leave the house, just, yeah, you've already. Put on clothes. <laughs> but she's super hot. So it did, it did look um, uh, good in, you know, a skin tight cat costume. Oh yeah. Those body suits look good on chicks. Yeah. And it wasn't just a, cl- it wasn't like a, bl- she didn't just like put a dot on her nose and some oh, whiskers. She was like. That's it, what I thought. It was a more interesting. Cat. It was more like okay. a wild animal cat. 
Oh, that's good. Um, but anyway, yeah, I mean, I have a talent for making things that aren't fun uh, or that are supposed to be fun, not fun. But that's good. You look, why didn't you, I think I didn't see a picture of your costume yet because I was um, too busy barfing. Mm-hmm. You know, when you wake up in the middle of the night and you're like, Stephen, call 911. And he's like, what? And then he's like, the hospital, the ER is a block and a half away. You don't have insurance right now. We are walking. And then I threw on snow boots shorts i was like in a blackout i was so i have food poisoning and it was so i i still feel like i'm in a dream world i feel like this is not reality and i feel like we are not recording this podcast intro but i'll get over that tomorrow probably um and then they put me i got to the hospital (laughs) i i got there my hair i i had no you know i usually you know what that was probably what it felt like i i I felt what it felt like to be a man for the first time in my life in that i did not give a fuck what people thought of me mm-hmm. or how i looked i strolled in i marched into that er with my hand over my mouth my hair was so frizzy and i don't think i had a ponytail holder in and it looked i looked like i escaped from an insane asylum and i had like barf dribbling down my my face mm-hmm. and uh, i think i had a coat and i had shorts and snow boots and then the the people at the ER waiting room, they're like, oh, oh, hey. And I was like, give me medicine. I forget what I, I forget what I said. And then they walked me the back to the ER to go into bed. And then this doctor looks at me, he goes, oh, boy. And I was like, don't judge me. And then um, they had they didn't have any beds left. So I had a barf in front of everyone in the hallway, like right by the nurse's station. It was the most violent barfing of my life for hours upon hours right in front of the nurse's station and then there was this guy begging for opiates next to me and i think he once he heard me barf he shut the fuck up why is he begging for opiates in the hospital he was addicted to him and uh he oh. came in and said he can't feel his leg opiates opioid crisis is oh it's real man new york city emergency room is not uh unlike the appalachian uh oh yeah er room on well, snl <laughs> and there was yeah i love a fucking love that sketch and towards the end of my nausea induced like half coma uh these two people came in with halloween costumes i don't know who the fuck goes out on monday before halloween but i guess people do Oh, if I had been invited to something, I would have gone. Um, and then, wasn't. and then Steven turns to me, and goes, "Oh my God, Halloween ER!" Because we've always had this like dream of being in the ER on Halloween. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I just burped into the microphone. I'm very sorry. Um, on Halloween, just because like that's fucking hilarious. So you could see like somebody in like a Mickey Mouse costume, like get their stomach pumped or something. Oh yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of funny. people in costumes. Uh, uh, so it's interesting because. Uh, I feel like I've heard you say I need to call 911 or I need to go to the ER more times. Oh, in yeah. The, and then I've known you. Correct. That I've ever said in my entire. Oh, it's probably very I true. Mean, I, I don't think probably I've, than anyone you've ever met. Too. I don't think I've ever said actually call 911. Yeah, I, I did. Well, one time someone fainted in, in, when I at my old job. So well, I, call, I almost I, I almost, called 911. The reason why I said 911, even though I knew the ER was so close, I almost passed out and like hit my head on the floor. That's why I was like this. That is so scary, passing out. Can't Steven just like a, kind of like prop you on his, like <laughs> lean you against and lock you though? I mean, yeah, he that's what he did. Yeah, that's what he did. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, the only other time I've called 911 on myself was when I was drunk and high for the first time, right? That ended up being a shit show. Um, but yeah, that was uh, and then all day yesterday, I was just in, it was like yesterday didn't happen. I was so bummed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I didn't have a costume ready at all because I wasn't prepared for Halloween, but uh, I would have put something together. But I'm glad you had a good day. Well, you were you were a vomit. I mean, I was know, a vomit. <laughs> you you were a vomit. Yeah, you know, you know, it's not like you know, at least it wasn't Christmas or a holiday that you like you love. Yeah, that's very true. So maybe Christmas. I'll be barfing on Christmas. I mean, I hope not. Yeah, 
I don't you want know. it to be a competition. I want you to be healthy on Christmas. Maybe I can, you know, lose a couple pounds. That'd be great. <laughs> that would be a great Christmas present. <laughs> In honor of Jesus's birthday, <laughs> I've lost six pounds. I wouldn't mind. <laughs> oh, boy. You guys, hey, for everybody who's bought the book or said nice things about the book, which I assume that means you bought the book. Uh, thank you very much. We really appreciate it. The reactions are overwhelmingly positive, And that means a lot to us. Except we- for Jake T., Oh, yeah, we got it. Oh, yeah, wait, wait, maybe we should read that. I didn't read that. Hold on, wait. We got a Google alert. Friends, like, oh, did you read that Google alert about that book review that was horrendous? And I was like, oh, shit, no. Okay, wait. So I got a, I got a, I got a Google alert and it was that it was I a love review, bad reviews. <laughs> that it was a review of the book. And when I saw that the author was a man, I did know immediately that. It oh, was- Jake's. Jake S. That it was. Oh, maybe it was. I thought it was the website T, but I, I I did black out during this, so I knew immediately that this yeah was not oh. going to be. Oh wait, first of all, he says the book seems promising, and I'm sympathetic to its premise. Right. Oh, you feel good that women wrote your book. Right. Fuck so off, immediately, Jake. immediately, I was uh, a- a- aggravated. Wait, what the fuck is? What do they call it? What's the sender on a Google alert? Uh, it's this Google alert. Uh, I think it just says... Or if you have it up, can I just look at your yeah, phone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> and I haven't read this yet. I just read the first sentence because Karima reminded me of it earlier. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, oh, yeah, it is. I thought it was T, but yeah, it's... Uh, it's Jake S. Jake uh, S. Uh, I don't know why we're why we're saving his uh, identity because well, I can't tell if I want to drive traffic to his blog or I know, not. I if know he, if he has advertisers, I don't want to make him more money. So right away uh, out of the gates, the, uh, the, the blog is n- number one, a blog. And then number two <laughs> is uh, called the stories story, which I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure is meta, but I don't get it. So a fucking story, but I'm just, a, but I'm just a published author. So what uh, would I know? I, was, I thought you were gonna say, I'm just a woman. No, no, I'm, I'm very dumb. Um, as Jake will explain to me. In, oh, in this thank review. God. Thank <laughs> God. <laughs> okay. So fucked being sexually explorative and self-confident in a world that's screwed seems promising uh. and I'm sympathetic to its premise, but the execution is poor. <sighs> the pull, the pull quote for an early chapter says self-esteem isn't everything. It's just that there's nothing without it. And then he goes on to trash it. P.S. But he didn't read it. This is a quote from Gloria Steinem. I didn't make it. <laughs> I didn't I didn't make it up. Oh my god. And he goes then he goes oh, on to quote and he goes on to what's question his name, Jake to question uh, it's Jake to oh, question Gloria dick. Steinem the 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 uh the you know the, of her quote. <laughs> he goes does he think we wrote it? I don't it Fucking says idiot. Gloria Steinem under it so oh. Drake doesn't need to learn how to read. He, then he goes is that true? I don't know, but there is something without self-esteem like say the earth God, that is not what he said. Uh, it's written that here. That is what he said. The story, story doesn't lie, Christina. Oh boy. Uh, and then he puts oh. in quotes everything and quote nothing are too vague to be useful here. In the same chapter, Fisher writes: Until I began recording the Guys We Fucked podcast, I really had no idea just how bad people felt about themselves. Do people feel that bad about themselves? We're back to Jake now. Oh, Jake. How do we know? We get no evidence. And Fisher seems unfamiliar with selection bias. See, Jake feels so bad about himself that he he's projecting onto you because he thinks you're talking about Jake. And then you wrote the book. And then he uh, the selection bias is, is of course, a clickable link in case I want to educate myself. Uh, on what, what selection bias is. Thank God. Uh, someone writing to an agony ant is likely to feel worse than a random person in a population. 
Okay. What does that mean? Uh, he means basically, Jay, obviously, boo-boo. people walk, or writing into the podcast have a problem. So, oh. so selection bias. It's like, no, yeah, but the, it's people a who write a selection. blog about a book they hated have a problem. <laughs> Another early chapter says, quote, shame is nothing new. It's been used for centuries. But no, and then he, and then back to Jake, but no longer than 999 years, because I guess I didn't reference it, reference anything before that. Corinne, you dumb slut. Uh, Or more than that, if it's more, why centuries? One minute searching the literature brings up cross cultural differences and similarities in proneness to shame, an adaptionist and ecological approach. Oh my God. Almost everything they write about has people who've spent their career studying it, but almost None of that knowledge percolates into the text. A pity. Anyone who uses percolates, percolates. In, in a way that's not referring to fucking a, a, a hot beverage machine makes me want to kill them. Um, Psychology Today, a pop psych site, appears at least three times, uh, and there are lots of generalizations, but no works cited page. Yeah, because they're in the footnotes, you fucking tool. Jake. Um, in that respect, it's not worse than the books it criticizes. Uh, we were tired of these books that pander to women like we're all hot messes unable to handle our emotions without the assistance of a man, a glass of rosé and a Xanax. That's a quote from our book. And he said that, you know, our book is really just that. But then there is better out there. A book like The Guide to Getting It On is better. I guess Jake spends most of his time reading female uh, nonfiction, female targeted nonfiction, I guess is what he chose to spend his life uh, reading. So that's good. I I mean, maybe he's looking into transitioning. Fingers crossed. Uh, would love to have him. Uh, Fucked uh, presupposes so much anxiety in its readers. Again, articles like The Fragile Generation, Bad Policy, and Paranoid Parenting Are Making Kids Too Safe to Succeed come to mind while reading it, as they did while reading La Belle Savage. The book opens, Are you a degenerate cum dumpster who isn't worthy of love or affection? Probably not, but odds are someone has made you feel that way at one point in time no and probably no one has well jake i mean jake shut the fuck you're not a cum dumpster jake that's too nice uh examples like this (laughs) are way rhetorical questions should be used sparingly if at all he's that sentence is incorrect but uh it's funny because he's he's knocking our rhetorical questions but earlier like two paragraphs earlier he asked a bunch of rhetorical questions. questions yeah 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 uh huh. or okay. at least questions i don't know if he thought they were rhetorical don't be like me and fall for the book even if you are like me and sympathetic to its premise so i, I don't know sympathetic what sympathetic to its premise huh? there are some parts of this article that make me think like you know sympathetic to your blog jake. Ja- like jake as like a men's rights activist but then there are nah. other parts that make me think that he is just a guy who wants to have sex but wants us to make it easier for him i'm really not sure how i feel about uh that but anyway i thought that was sorry about last night show at gmail.com jake i thought that was very uh entertaining i love a good like i i love when bad reviews are like so bad i think they're so funny well the review itself was bad because i am more confused after reading that that review about my own book that i half wrote yeah because i don't really uh understand what he just said 
Yeah, a lot but of you know what? Yeah, a lot of clickable links. You know, much like he said, we refer to other uh, you know articles and texts in our book without fully explaining them. He did the same thing, right? So right, that's right, interesting. Right. Well, takes one to know one, Jakey yeah. Poo. Yeah. So thank you. Just keep the positivity flowing, guys. You know what? <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, I and I and I'm re- I'm fully ready for bad reviews because I gave your costumes bad reviews, so I really have it coming. Yes. LOL coming. Um, uh, today's episode of Guys You Fucked uh, was recorded live at the All Things Comedy Festival. Um, we had such a good time. And uh, the guest, oh, our guest is uh, a guest we've had on our radar for quite some time now. He is one of my favorite stand-up comedians. He's the host of the Doug Stanhope podcast. His book, This Is Not Fame, comes out early December Ladies and gentlemen, please give a warm welcome to Doug Stanhope. flight this morning yeah uh baby's first missed flight and uh woke up in a panic that's always a good start to the day i made the flight yeah oh. she did and then i was like well and i got a flight like a couple hours later so right I, was like, I might as well smoke a lot of weed in my apartment before i go and <laughs> that's I, why you were very calm about it but yeah i noticed i noticed something was up i was like see, seemingly you would be a lot more upset about this yes and steven texted me like oh my god just calm down just breathe it's gonna be okay i'm like i'm fine and um <laughs> but then i was in line for the security checkpoint and the guy I was waiting to go through the the metal detector and the guy was like step back miss and i stepped back right and my hand walked right into this old elderly asian man's penis uh-huh and i just full-on cupped his dick for like a couple like a second but like that was a long and he goes Ugh! and i was like uh sorry that didn't mean to do that. And then, right. post-security, I was like, I'm going to get a massage. And then it was a, gu- a young guy at the airport, like, you know, those airport massage places? Yeah, no, I know. I'm just, I'm following the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he put my hand behind my back, you know, to stretch me, cupped another dick. <laughs> and I was like, did he do it on purpose? Right. But also, this massage rules. So, 
I went with it. That's always being a woman. You're like, am I being sexually harassed right now? I'm not sure. Like, well, I don't, I never know. And if I know. was, it was a very soft penis. So I'm right. like, fuck you. Right. Right. I was wearing a Slayer shirt, and I looked great. Yeah, there was a lot of... Str- I don't know. That's why... We, so, Christine and I, we went, to, uh, we went to a haunted house before we came here tonight because uh, we're responsible, and that was our preparation for the show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, I, I know I'm so old because I was walking through the haunted house, and, like, I was, like, mildly scared of the people jumping out, but, like, the real fear in my heart that I was not voicing was, A, this, if there's a fire, we're all going to die. True. Didn't think of that. Glad you didn't say that. And then, B, uh, every person who jumped out at me that was a guy, I was like, this could turn into a sexual assault. See, I what I paid for, right? We don't know. So you asked for it. I was aroused. Mm. This is the every time I go into a haunted house, I'm like, this is kind of hot. And I was like, Corinne. At one point, I turned to Corinne. I'm like, Corinne, just stand still and let them walk. Let zombies walk towards you. They they can't really touch you that much, and it's kind of hot. Yeah, I know. Because I would have lost focus if someone had touched, like, a part of my body. I don't know. I don't, like, ugh. One guy grabbed my ankle, and I was like, stop it. <laughs> Fucking you're tease. Part of, you're, you're part of the problem. I am. <laughs> it's so, it's, being a woman, is there's a lot of intricacies <laughs> that go along with it. God, I don't know what to do. All right, guys, I ordered, just a heads up, I did order this skirt online, and uh, it was a lot, it was a it looked a lot longer. So... I think um, the people have spoken. No, it looks enough. a lot longer. And, like, I'm in, I'm in a point in my career where I just pack one outfit, and no matter what happens... That's what you're going to wear. That's the outfit you're wearing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. a lot of times I end up wearing, like, a sweatpants and a jean jacket because nothing fits when I take it out of my suitcase. <laughs> uh, but we're going to work, whatever. I have a bodysuit, and also you guys basically know what my vagina looks like from the hearty descriptions I've given for the past four years. Yo, so. let those lips fly, baby. No surprise. No surprise. <laughs> um, mm, mm, mm. What, is there anything else about f- thoughts on Phoenix? I don't know. I it's walked good. around. I masturbated in my hotel room. Uh, you were late and still had time to do that? Yeah, holla at your girl. Yeah. Priorities. I didn't have... Well, I mean, I just had no interest. I ate a shrimp burrito. That was my masturbation. See, I ordered room service, and yeah. then I masturbated. I was like, I got to get done before they come, because I got to come before they come. So it was like a race to the clock. How long does it take? It takes me like 15 seconds. What the... F- I mean, what? when I do it myself, it's like, I mean, barely any time. I mean, I could... 15 seconds? I could, yeah. I mean, it's really... Like, I could do it really fast. And you don't even watch porn? Uh, I mean, it would take longer if I didn't watch porn, but then I mean like 10 minutes max if what? I'm really going really slow. Oh, and just, you know, and I keep thinking about like my parents or something. Well, see, I, I, I've been doing a lot of research on our guest, Doug Sanhope, for the recording, and, I, and I've been listening to a lot of his albums and his podcasts and stuff, and then I had like a story of his popping my head in the middle of me masturbating, and it threw me off a lot, and I was like, oh, clock's ticking, so then I whipped out. That's when I, because I, I really am trying to masturbate to not porn, but I always whip out the phone. Right. You know? It depends who I've seen throughout the day. I didn't see anyone really except for an old Indian couple next to me on the plane who were very delightful and I loved their, re- their romance, but it didn't make me horny. Or- oh, well, to each their own. Yeah, the know? guy did have very beautiful eyes, and I was going to say that, but oh. I was like, he doesn't need to know that. He doesn't need to know that. Like, as a woman, you know, there's a lot of times when someone said something, and it's not necessarily unkind, but like, you just didn't need to know that. About yourself. That's good. Thinking before you speak. Yeah. More people would do that. Yeah, I didn't want to sexually harass him. So, (laughs) 
So at the beginning of our podcast, we usually read an email from a listener who, who needs advice. But because we are here today, is there anybody in the crowd who would like to come up on stage? There's stairs, I think, on both sides. No, there's stairs there. Uh, that would want to ask us for advice? There's so many of you here, and I know you have problems. Come on. I read your emails. Or you can make something us and do it. Yeah, you want to do it? Come on. You're right there. Yeah, just walk up. Hey, girl, grab a seat. Grab a mic. How you doing? You look lovely. Thank you. I dressed up for you, actually. (gasps) Really? I never wear dresses or boots or anything. But you always wear cat ears? I like that she that she was like I don't usually dress like this, but it was the dress that was throwing everybody off, not not the cat ears. The cat ears come every day. Wait, put the mic right in like a dick, like you're about to suck it, but you don't suck it. That's the that's what I tell people. So what's your name? My name is April. April, nice to meet you. Thank you for coming. Um, What's what's your problem? Have a little problem. Right little. up to your... I'm, I'm, I'm dating a comedian. Ugh, that is a problem. It Wait, is, is it you? It's so. Is yeah, it you, right Baldy? It's that, <laughs> it's that guy right there. We're not going to put him on the spot because yeah, that's not what earlier. came here for. I mean, it's, high, it's hard to hide a comedian in an audience. They're just the one that looks uncomfortable and <laughs> has no hair or, like, a lot of hair that's not working out, so... Okay, so you're dating a comedian. Okay. So we're in an open relationship. And okay. actually, I got the idea from you all when I started listening to your Uh-oh. podcast. Okay. You're welcome, motherfucker. Yes. <laughs> I swear. I swear. So Wait, I was it open from the beginning? Or was it, did it, did, were you uh, monogamous and then you opened it? I was monogamous. I was in a long-term relationship, six years. No, 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 no. no with, with him? him. No, with him. I don't care about your past. Okay. Well... I don't I either, do. Right? I mean, unless you were molested, but that's not, we don't have the time. <laughs> okay. So it was open. Actually, at the beginning, I didn't know what it was, right? So after listening to your podcast, okay. I was open to the idea of having an open relationship. Okay. Because I listened to you and Steven's relationship. Oh, yeah. And it kind of gave me ideas. Okay. And so that's when we actually spoke about it, and we decided to have an open relationship. So, my so it was open from the beginning. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. So like a month in okay. when we talked about it. And so my only stipulation was that I needed to know if he did do something with someone, right? Okay. Before or after? I don't know. Okay. Before. 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 I needed I'm about to, to get know. my dick sucked. Is that cool? Yeah, that yeah, yeah. Okay. For like, for health purposes, right? Well, I need, I just wanted to know. Yeah, and you also like wear condom, you know, like, you know, make exactly. sure and ask like, what's your, stat? when was the last time you were tested? Kind of have that conversation. That's important. Okay. So my only stipulation, he broke and he decided not to tell me. And the way I found out was through his, and I'm not even one of these crazy women who like look through people's Instagrams or like anything like that. I was in a class. I'm taking real estate classes, right? Uh-huh. And so, like, I decided to, like, go in and look at his cute little Instagram, look at his face and his smile and whatever. And then I accidentally clicked on the, uh, what is it, the tagged photos instead of the, oh, the yeah. line one. And then his dick was out? And no, 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 no. Okay. no. Chill, chill, chill. No dicks. But there was you a really hot You accidentally... Yeah. There's a pretty far apart. For, I was fucking doing right. what I was doing. <laughs> No, I was not <laughs> snooping. I'm not. She had a spasm, and she was like, I can't stop, I can't stop, I can't stop. Why do I know his password? Stop it, hand. Stop it, hand. She was possessed by a demon. 
Okay, sorry. So you accidentally okay, saw his tag right. photos. I was in class and I wanted to see his cute little face, right? And then you know how there's the middle one where you can see all the photos at once? Yeah. Well, my finger, my fat finger touched the one where We're looking tagged. at your finger right now so we know it's this is a lie. It's not fat, yo. It's not even that close to being fat. <laughs> so which picture you click on? There's this hot girl in his kitchen drinking wine. And I was like, what the fuck? Cause, and he didn't tell you he... He didn't tell me. Yeah. And so he has a podcast himself. Please send nudes. You guys should check it out. Oh, gosh. And so... I and- hate you both. <laughs> the fuck was that? So, okay. So did you talk to him about it? Okay, no, I didn't. I decided Is to this say- the first time you're hearing about this, sir? I No. I decided to stay quiet about it, right? And okay. I just, like, marinated That never in my goes own- well. Super I- healthy, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I marinated in my own thoughts. I was going through real estate school, like an intense, like nine days. We got yeah, I, I, yeah, I went to real. I got my license. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, and so I'm a mom of two. Uh huh. Okay, so, like, so you got I'm a lot busy. going on. I'm busy as fuck. Like yeah. I don't have time for that shit. But I was marinating in my own thoughts when I did have time, uh-huh. and I was really upset. So like I didn't text back. Or, like I didn't really give him any attention. Okay. At that time, and I was getting angrier and angrier. Yeah, and I know what that's like. Po- when his podcast came out on Tuesdays, I think it's Tuesday. Okay. Oh, we don't even <laughs> schedule for the fucking nudes podcast. We get it. Please send nudes. You guys should check it all out. Right, all right, all right. What's the problem? Okay, so I heard he kind of like slipped in that he had a girl over. Okay. And he watched a movie with this girl. And then I went into like super detective mode. And I was now like, you went when into super the fuck did mode. this movie come out? And I was like, oh, when did it come out in DVD? When did it come out? I was like, oh, October 9th. And then this girl posted this picture of herself drinking wine in his kitchen on like October 9th. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, we've been dating since August. Oh, okay. And he never told you. So did you talk to him about it yet? I did talk to him about it. And then what happened? I was just mad. And then what's the problem? He sent me Lululemon's. Lululemons? Yeah. Workout clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Workout clothes for betches. I would have dropped him, right? But my situation is we're going to Chicago together. You know he's right here, right? Yeah, it's weird because he's right. It's weird because he's right there. (laughs) And we're like talking about him like he's not right there. But okay. But we're being being completely honest, right? We're being honest. Because. (laughs) So the problem is. Okay, so the problem was we're going to Chicago um, November 9th for a wedding. Okay. And so, like, I was like, it'd be really super awkward if I, like, completely dropped. I tried to break up with him, right? Uh-huh. And they, <laughs> he did all this these. so no, 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 no. fun for me. And I hope it's fun for you, too. No, but he redeemed himself. Like, he did all these sweet things to, like, uh-huh. he's like, I love you. You know all those text messages? He said, he texts you, I love you. <laughs> no. What a goddamn knight in shining armor. Give him a golden dick statue. For boyfriend of the year. Give him a little bit more credit, okay? So he saw that I like museums online. Because, like, on, on my Instagram story. He saw that you like museums You guys online. do a lot of communicating not to the face. Like, not in person. It in seems like presence. you guys just learned of what each other is doing from Instagram. That's so yeah. weird. Are you guys both catfishing each other right now? What is the part of this situation that you would like our opinion on? Little known fact about me. I like museums and sometimes ice cream. I'm a crazy bitch. Girl. (laughs) Oh, God. And I suck good dick. It's all good. Whoa. Okay. My situation is, should I go to Chicago with him? Did you already buy the plane ticket? I I bought... 
I bought the plane ticket. Did you buy the insurance for the plane ticket where you can take it back? I did. You did? Yeah. Why? Because you knew you didn't want to go? I was, no. Whose wedding is it? His friend's. His friend? I mean, you're I'm sure he together. can find someone else. It seems like he has girls just drinking wine in his that's kitchen. What I, no, that's what I'm saying. That's what I thought. That's what I thought, Well, right? what, do you want to be in an open relationship or not? What do. do you want? Think from no, your pussy. No, I do. You I do, but I want to be, I want to be told, I want to be respected in the fact right. that I asked for You had a rule and you broke it. One. Why did you break that rule? <laughs> if you mention your podcast once, I'll I'm picking you. you both out. I thought I could hide it. There's your answer. There's your answer. That was so honest. Thank that you. That was honest. I do appreciate it, but also... That was so honest. There I you mean, go. This, you, this just isn't going well. Yeah, it's not going that well. <laughs> it's not going... I mean, uh, the reason I asked you when you started the open relationship is because... Uh, I personally am not into open relationships anymore. However, if you are going to execute them, I think it's really important that you need to be uh, in, a, in a monogamous relationship, I would say, for at least six months to a year before you open it up. Because when you start it open, just no one takes it seriously. I mean, I, I, I've never really heard someone who was in an open relationship from day one where it lasted for years and years and there wasn't a lot of going behind people's backs. Because so much of a, a, a healthy relationship is built on trust. And in an open relationship, you have have to have like 10 times that trust so you just got you hadn't built it yet you didn't care about each other enough not so fuck around it just seems like yeah i guess like you know if we have a plus one for a wedding i'll right. take you but yeah because if it, think about it though if i have like i like i i've been talking to my boyfriend of six years about a possibly opening up our relationship right. not just for three ways but for for other things like us each fucking people without the other person there but because we have that trust, if he, if I had a rule and I said, or I said, hey, if you're having a bad day and you just, and I'm on the road and you kind of think I might sleep with someone or whatever, and you don't want me to tell me because I won't, because I would rather not hurt you and keep our relationship intact. Cause that is my number one priority than to do so. So in this instance, you did, like Corinne said, you didn't have that trust and uh, your bond wasn't built enough for him to go. I don't want to hurt her. And, but it, because, and then he just did it anyway. So, so that is that you got to start from, you got to like restart if you want to be in this relationship. And I think you should restart monogamous so you can at least build that bond. You know what I mean? He also seems stressed out because he needs He's fodder so for his podcast. So, <sighs> so I hope that helps. Yeah. No, it does help. Okay. Thank you. Thank, Thank you for coming on stage. Thank you very much. What? Yeah. Can we turn the mics up a little bit? Thank you. Check, 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 checkity, check, check, check. That's, is that better? Is that better for the people in the back? Okay, cool. Test one. Okay, uh, one more person with a problem. I see a hand right there. Yeah. That person who's getting up is the person who oh, won. there's stairs on either side. There are stairs on either side, so whatever one's, I think that Corinne's side is closest. There's a lot of room on that side, if you notice, so it it's should so be fun, fine. It's so fun because I can witness your like, awkward conversing after the fact that you just did this. And it's, it's making my heart sing. It really is. Did you give him a heads Hi. up you were doing that? Okay. Oh, damn. How you okay. doing? Pick up the mic. And uh, what's, what's your name? Roxana. Roxana, how you doing? Uh, I'm doing what's, good. What's, what's your problem, uh, Roxana? I just want to say one thing before we start. Uh -oh. I, you guys remember um, 
You guys were here about a year ago. Uh-huh. We do recall it. Um, you guys remember right after your show was over, some great, crazy drunk girl went yeah, was into that, that room. Yo, was that you? I was legit scared. Um, that we was have PTSD me. from that, no joke. I, I was know. just telling our agent that. I was like, that was the first time I ever felt physically threatened by a woman. It um, was kind of nice, but also terrifying. So I, I thought that was my Selena moment, but I had not reached even close. I know. To, we were like, we still have more to do. Don't, don't shoot us in the head. Yeah. Well, I just want to say that. And I want to apologize. I was really, really drunk that time. Oh, thank so, you. So, because that was really hard And, and for me. I know, I think the podcast that followed, I think you guys were probably in Canada or something, and you talked about how you guys felt. <laughs> and I, was, I felt so bad because I Aww. really did not mean it in that way. I just wanted a picture. Aw, we forgot. Thank you. you. I'm glad you're here. Thank right. you. What's your juice? And thanks yet? for coming right. back and having the, yeah, the I respect pussy that, dude. to come up here and tell us that. Yeah, you got I, pussy, yo. Uh, <laughs> what do you need right. advice on? So I think it's something very simple, and maybe you guys can help. Uh, so I just got off of a six-year long-term relationship. Sorry. So <laughs> I'm kind of like, I don't know how to be single. That's yeah. just straight up what it is. And um, so, you know, I, maybe if you guys could share maybe like one move or maybe something that, you know, maybe tricks here and there. Like I've, I've been at at the club or at a bar or whatever and kind of thrown like one of these or whatever, but it doesn't work. Like, wait, 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 what did wait, you, you want to fuck me? What did wait, you, you want to fuck me, right? Do you want to, did you just touch your knee? Like one of these? What was yeah, that? It was like one of these. Oh, one, wait, one of these? <laughs> yes. Oh, sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. Got it, well, got it. Like you're about to suck a dick, but you're not going to suck it. All right, got it. Uh, Okay, well, I, I hate to break it to you, but this move went out of style uh, when the Spice Girls disbanded. Um, so that no longer works, but I appreciate the throwback. Uh, so I'm guessing when you, when you uh, were single last time, the dating apps weren't really a thing, correct? Right. Okay. Right. So Because I was going to say, I was like going out to bars and stuff. I, I, it seems like most, I mean, I, even when I'm single, I don't, I don't date because I'm just more hoping that no one will notice that I'm alive. That's my own issue, though, and I'll talk about that with someone one day. Um, but I, uh, I think I think that most dating is going on via some sort of app uh, these days. Have you tried any of those? I've not. I don't, I don't know. I'm not much of a fan of meeting someone like online or through an app. Totally. I'd rather have like a in-person interaction. Yeah. First. Do you have hobbies? I was gonna say if it's not at a bar, because meeting people at a bar does it. The, the, yeah, the success no rate of that is usually low, and the success rate of dating apps is low too. But if you come into it with a sense of humor about it, and you and you understand, look. 85 to 90 percent of the dates I'm gonna go on are gonna be a fucking joke, and I'm never gonna see these people again. Okay. But if you go into it with that attitude, you're not gonna be disappointed. So then, when someone comes along that you're like, "Oh, I don't hate you," you're like, okay. "What?" <laughs> and you're pleasantly surprised. So I've heard okay things about Bumble as well. Yeah, because a woman makes a first move on that app. Yeah. So if you're gonna right. do an app, I would vote like, Bumble number one. I would never do that because I hate talking to people. But it seems like, it seems like you really like making a forceful entry. Yeah. Um, you do. Yeah. So you're so, pretty good at that. Um, so no moves at the bar. <laughs> None of this. I yeah, I mean, I don't know. Out. I just feel like the people left at the bar are the people who no one swiped on. So they're like, let's right. try it. And that's why they're at the bar. Because it's all the secondaries that are like. Um, wait, do you, like, what's your career? Uh, I'm, I'm studying to be a counselor. Okay. All right, so you can't meet people that way. Yeah, um, nope. <laughs> Can't fuck your clients. Uh, the bad news is there's no help for your brain. The good <laughs> news is mama's single you again. You want to fuck? 
<laughs> um, yeah, do you like, I mean, do you do any extracurriculars? <laughs> Yeah, do you do anything like outside in high school? Out of, of school? I mean, I moved to Phoenix like two months ago, so I'm mostly in school all the time, so not... Okay, I, okay. Like so said, wait, did you fly in to break into our dressing room last time? I, mean, I, I drove here. I, I was from <laughs> Tucson, oh, so not too far. Okay, okay. Um, I, would, I would give the dating apps a try, and right. I, but I would understand, right. like, it is, it is unnatural and odd to swipe over a person's face. That is a weird way to start out, but... But if you don't, if you're really busy, I think that's a really good option as long as you go into it with a, a lighthearted sense of humor about it and not let, it's easy to let a bad date bring you back. Like when you're a comic and you do a show and it's just a bad show and you're like kind of feel like you go back a year in comedy. But it's, it, for dating, I feel like it does the same thing because I was on OkCupid for a while and I went on a shitload of dates and boy were most of them horrible. But they were hilarious. So I, you know what I mean? So I had that attitude about it to begin with, which, which helped. It didn't make, one bad date didn't make, make me go, oh, dating is pointless. Because right. I had that kind of pep talk with myself beforehand. And so if, I would recommend that. Yeah, and if anything, even if you don't meet someone, I think it'll get you used to interacting with other people in a way where romance is on the table after being with the same person yeah. for six years. So it's just kind of, well, it will get, maybe get your self-esteem up. Not that your self-esteem is down, but your, your dating self-esteem and confidence, confidence. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and just get you used to like what people in Phoenix are like and <laughs> you know how hopeless the situation is. Right. You get a gauge. <laughs> you know, you're just going to give yourself like a barometer. So yeah. it'll be good. Thank you, guys. Thank you. I think that helps. Thank, Thank you for you. coming on stage. Thank you so much. We forgive you. All right, ladies. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I am so excited to bring on uh, our guest this week. He is somebody I've wanted to interview for a very long time. He's one of my favorite stand-up comedians. He's the host of the Doug Stanhope podcast. He has a book coming out in December called This Is Not Fame. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Doug Stanhope! What up? You're here. I was like, how are you going to get through to this chair Oh, yeah, now? There's, there's obstacles. There's so, much, there's so much going on now. There is, there's, there is a lot going on. There is. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! That's great. Uh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Oh, you covered her pussy with Doug your jacket. Doug was very concerned about uh, my skirt the on. whole time. So I thank you. That's very nice. And Even I, the stripper knew to like do that. Right. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. That's, that's the worst thing you can do. That gives you more. It's legs together and down. I was watching on the TV I learned that in there, orchestra. You still showing <laughs> pussy there's nothing there you know how body this podcast on. is gonna end right now what we're all gonna fuck what? we're gonna have to get his side of the story oh but that's at the yeah. end if oh, i well, remember well, we'll save it if no, you remember i'll remember doug don't you worry i feel like i'm in a fucking asian nail salon right now it's like you know when you get you're getting a pedicure and they're and like you they are, don't want to see your pussy. you're comfortable with what you're wearing but they're like they're we not. are not comfortable with what you're wearing <laughs> and they're comfortable with a lot of things and i'll they're take like, it yeah back. i'll take it see back. that right now and also everyone in the audience was like uh is he slut shaming her i don't know and he's I'm, not i'm so committed to this podcast but also i love Love Dale Stanhope, and I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Go like this. Is this better for no, you? No, no, it's this uh, great. It's. I'm sorry if it's a distraction <laughs> to me personally. I'm also I'm sorry if it's a distraction to you personally. I'm not. I hope it is. How you doing? <laughs> so let's. I, I have a. Lot I want to do. A, was anyone here for the Bill Burr podcast? 
just so now. So for this podcast, we're just going to promote other podcasts that happen. <laughs> that you Including guys for. who are not even invited. <laughs> we weren't, I know. No, the, 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 a girlfriend is a guest and saying my boyfriend's... Yeah, everyone... But I wanted to say about the last guest that you had, the second guest you had up here, uh-huh. I wanted to make the callback about... I guess you lost 116 pounds. Uh, you weren't here for the Bill Burr when he was oh, reading okay. the was thing like, and the girl was on Tinder and lost 118 pounds. I mean, does I, this look like Bill Burr's it. audience See, to you? I I, that's why I asked up front, but they evidently <laughs> didn't stay till the end because they would get the podcast that was that girl. That, anyway. um, I want to know, I want to start from the beginning with you specifically. How did you learn about sex when did you get a boner what 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 was it like when your dick got hard for the first time so i feel like it's a good story uh, uh, i the, my, the first time i remember jacking off and i'm, I'm glad you started with that mm. can you wait you you didn't watch porn well i try not to watch porn i try to not watch too weird of porn uh. i like i'm at a place where i rarely fuck and if really? I, yeah, no, I have no sex drive, and I, if I do have that urge, I jerk off to porn quickly. Fifteen mm. seconds was that you were that you? That was for me. Fifteen seconds, get it out of me. Right. I don't want. I, I made so do. many bad decisions in my life based on just a boner, and. Men when they're aroused and men when they're not aroused. Two totally different kinds of men. Fuck them first. That should be an app. Fuck them first. Let's fuck in 15 seconds and then get to know each other. Because then you'll yes. get to know the real person. Yeah, because when they're all horned up, they're, they're saying shit that's not true. Exactly. You just... I'm sorry. You I, sell. I'm, I'm trying to stop myself from doing bits. I've been doing this so long that I immediately think, oh, I already did that as a bit. But okay. I, I used to say they should have coffee cans, jizzoons at, at, at bars where you, if you find yourself lying, you could just jerk off really quick and go, I don't care if you uh, grow your own asparagus. I was pretending to be interested in your conversation. I think and a, then, lot of, a lot of on, more honesty would happen if that was the case. Absolutely. Uh, do you, have you ever lied? Have you ever told a woman a lie because you were so aroused and you wanted to fuck her? Well, so- here's where we get into the climate, the Harvey Weinstein oh. of a million other people, where I had Jamie Kilstein on my podcast here mm-hmm. who was accused of fucking girls on the road, basically. Oh. But they hyped it up on Jezebel. Oh. Uh, what dude has not had to manipulate on some level oh, yeah. to get laid at all. The oh. first time, you're always manipulating, whether it's I the most... Too. Well, that's what I wanted to ask you, ladies, since this is the guys you fucked. Have you ever... The guys we fucked. Tricked but... a... You is the general you. The we fucked. But, yeah, okay. You I, see you're saying, I think the problem with the Jamie Kilstein uh, issue, though, was that uh, Jamie Kilstein is one of those people, like, very social justice warrior Yeah, he Jerry Falwell himself. Yes. 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 We've already been over. I don't want to recreate that. I was going to ask you, have you ever manipulated a guy, like a guy that you know he's kind of doing this only because he's drunk, and maybe he's, and then the next day he doesn't call again, and you're like, 
Well, I mean, he called. He called to be like, did did we do that? Uh, <laughs> and uh, no, I mean, I, I've said on the it's really hard because I'm like, I, I I was like, have I have I raped someone? Honestly, it's like. You know, well, when you get into the drunk, when we're both drunk. When you drunk, get into the drunk, you don't know. You don't know. That's why I'm always really nervous when both parties are drunk. How do you know what the fuck happened? See, when I when everyone's drunk, well, I say it's a wash. Well, you're the only one. Ladies are the on, only ones. It's a wash. Ladies are the only ones who have recourse. Because I guarantee you, every comic I know has regret where you don't have, oh, I was too drunk to consent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No one's gonna buy that. Well, I never had that. It's it's. Uh, I, I have lied. I actually lied. This oh, this one guy, mm, Maurice. Uh, he you was on Broadway. Someone named Maurice. <laughs> yeah, but it's so hot. Crazy old. I Maurice. fucked a girl named Carmen once, and I regret Car- just the name Carmen. Carmen. That sounds. She sounds like a hot person. That's what oh, I'm that's thinking of Carmen. Or dude. Oh, I didn't think of that. Carmen San Diego. Oh, I'm thinking of Carmen Electra. Oh. No, but I, I was. I was kind of. He was on Broadway, so he had a decent paycheck, and I was, like, shit broke, like, real, real broke. But I was telling him that I make money doing comedy, and then I, I was like, oh, this round's on me, and then my cart got declined. But <laughs> <laughs> he still fucked me, though, so that's good. It was cute that you tried, I think. I that's, really did, yeah. That was, a, thing. that was a typical I, Christina fail. Yeah. <laughs> when I started comedy, I never knew there was the other side of the coin where someone might fuck you because she knows you're leaving town. I think Hedberg had a bit a like this. A lot of women like that. And I was the one that went back, like the, oh, the jilted girl. Oh, I have a week off after my Walla Walla Washington gig, Victoria <laughs> Smith, if you're still out there somewhere. And what'd she say? She was like, uh, yeah, I, guess. I thought and you'd you, leave forever. You, you, you can stay on the couch. I'm going out and like... Uh, <laughs> Wait, oh, that's sweet. I'm famous. I was on a stage before karaoke started. <laughs> Wait, how many times have you used the line "I'm famous"? No, I'm, I'm being ridiculous now. I'm, no, I was. I was just I hoping that you actually had. I, I, I do the other way. When someone goes, "He's famous," have you ever had that? Uh, yes. Where they go? Don't you and know? Then you go, no, stop. She's famous. Well, uh, if you have to ask, you're not famous. Right. True. Like, Very true. Absolutely. So you're a stand-up comic. You famous? Well, no. Nope, evidently. Not doing well. <laughs> you asked me. No. I always say in certain circles. <laughs> <laughs> That's good on the internet. So, but wait, back to your first boner erection, I, uh, jerked off. You uh, were gonna first say first boner or or time jerking off. I I I, I had. Technical sex when I was nine. <laughs> what? We knew it's, 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 we knew it was wrong to do. Who's we? Me and uh, I can't remember her. How old was she? Was she like name. nine too? Though? Yeah, she was oh, nine. Whoa. Oh, I used to do a bit about that that never worked because they go, I fucked a nine-year-old once. True story. <laughs> and then everyone gets uncomfortable and I go, important. it's okay. She's nine too. I had to put the story in my book because in a live audience it did not work. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but we knew it was wrong, and I, I remember technically achieving penetration. Okay. Wow. Nine. That's the earliest I might have heard uh, with sex. Yeah, it was, uh, I didn't know. I, I used to say 11 till I wrote my first book, <laughs> and I did research. And I go, oh, we moved 76. I was born 67. 
We were fucking nine. Oh, my, oh God. my God. It's a fun story. That's, That's my first book. I hate saying shit I've said before, but, yeah, I ran into her at a gig. Oh, did she 20 remember? years later, and she brought it. I didn't think she'd remember, and she brought it up. In the first two seconds. I was like, she's probably been in therapy for years, Doug. That's what I would have thought. She was cool as shit. She was seven or eight. I had a friend, a neighbor, his name is Steven. He lived across the street from me, and he was my best friend. But we would play this game called Husband and Wife. But we, if we didn't know what penetrative sex was. I didn't learn that until way later. But uh, too late. But uh, we would do this thing where we would get on top of each other, and we would just, like, touch each other over each other's clothes really quickly and then, like, pretend to kiss. Like, our mouths were, like, right there, but we didn't make out. But I feel like had we known what to actually do, what adults actually did, I don't know, maybe we would have fucked. Nora knew more than I did. Oh, really? She was the one that my, my first kiss, she said, kiss me, and then I kissed her like your grandpa would yeah. kiss me. <laughs> and then she goes, no, kiss me like Captain Kirk from oh, Star Trek. shit, Nora. And then she showed me how to put tongues in each other's mouths, which was gross. And you learned that at an early age. Wow. Yeah, well, I was 16 uh, or 15. Damn. 15 when, when I first, first? Tongue kiss, yeah. Oh, when did you fuck? <laughs> 16. Oh, I know yeah. say those were close together. Yeah, wow. right after, but yeah, wow. Drinking leads to dancing. Right. <laughs> so did you jerk off before you had sex at nine? Yeah, no, it didn't feel like anything. It was putting you know, your, your finger in your ear, the old joke. It, there was no cum. We just knew this was wrong. Like Were you throwing hard? eggs at cars. We knew that was wrong, too, and we did that. Was your I didn't hard? come. I, I, there was a second time when I was probably 11 or 12. I didn't come till I was 13. That was oh. the third girl. The third girl you fucked. But I learned to jerk off before that. Okay, so you had an orgasm before the 13 I learned to said. jerk off like a girl. Do ex- do tell. Well, you know, but you just like rub you know the top of your penis. You just head. rub the circular how motion. You rub up against the thing in the fucking jacuzzi, kind of <laughs> the jets. The uh, yeah, the did your dick the shower the head? Well, we were kind of white trash, so they had what's basically an enema tube, but coming off Where the shower, you? so you could spray. And if you sprayed it right at that fucking tip of your dick for a while. That so, was the first time I actually came. You, okay, wait, I almost you, came in my first homosexual experience around the same time when me and my, a sibling that I don't talk to anymore. He's my only sibling, so... <laughs> Hi, uh, and then a friend... Yeah, we all, like, blew each other on a fucking overnight. That's, you know, I've heard of that, though. Guys are, like, yeah. circle jerk when they're kids because yeah. they're like, I don't know. And then they'll never talk about it because they're like, was that gay? And it's like, oh, God, Yeah, relax. my brother couldn't make me almost come, but that other kid did. How old were you when you had your first homosexual experience? Yeah, it's, uh, it's before 1980. I was 13 or less. And were there dicks in mouths or was people yeah. taking each other off? Yeah, no, you blow me, I'll blow him. Okay, no, like a circle blow. You blow each other, yeah, just say, uh... Did you know how to give a proper blowjob? Well, my teeth were a lot smaller, so <laughs> right. probably way better than it would be now. I see. Okay. All right. Did you get? Did any? Did anybody come? I almost. I didn't know what coming was then. Okay. 
So that must have been before I figured out that shower hose thing. Because that's the first time something came out. And you go, a, a lot of times early masturbation will, 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 will leak into your, will, will carry on in your adulthood. Like I humped everything. And a lot of times I can't get off unless I am just really pressed hard against something. When I think I fucked myself up, did you find that problem where you're like, I can't come? Trying to make a girl come? No, I no, no. never found you that come. problem. No. <laughs> Trying to make you come. If you came the first time with water under the tip of your dick, was, did you find it challenging to come other ways when you got older? Well, no, I was 12 or 13. I, you could come in anything. Oh. Fuck a melon, whatever. Uh, no, it's now that's it? why I asked you about porn in 15 seconds. What porn did you masturbate to? Yeah, seriously. Well, what I mean, you variety. No, I don't. We're not dropping names here. Well, lately I've just been. I was. It was MormonGirls.com. I think. See. Yeah. Yeah. Because I like to get a little bit weird, but not too weird. Where I'm gonna. Where I'm gonna get sad. <laughs> the second a, you get sad, a, nobody no gives arousal. a fuck about Mormons. It's a fine line. Well, yeah. Well, I knew they were real That's why Mitt Romney is not the president. <laughs> they weren't like real Mormons. They were like in Mormon costumes. It's like if you went to like Colonial Williamsburg, but for Mormons. And like, it's like everyone's wearing costumes, but you can see the girl's like rose tattoo on her ankle. Yeah, so she ain't Mormon. So you know she's not Mormon. Tiffany ain't Mormon. <laughs> it's like she had to take out her septum piercing for this booking. <laughs> The opposite would be if you're into MILF porn. Yeah. And they they put a like a thirty year old girl in there with a good tit job. No, the MILFs I've fucked are MILFs. Yeah. They're wrecked. They are fucking <laughs> like uh, the same way like Stern Stern always talks about he's into babysitter porn, but they're always I am too. I the wife lets the husband fuck babysitter. That's my I, category as a lady. I've tried it just based on his recommendation. Is and that the kind he likes, though, no, with the wife lets the husband? It's a, no, he's, uh, he's stepmom, uh, fucks the kid. or Whoa. Or, 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 what, however, I just watched one. Right. But, but the problem is with that kind of porn, you're disappointed that it's not really a babysitter. Right. It's a MILF and pigtails. Right. But if you watch MILF porn, it's the same, not quite a MILF, and not in pigtails. Right. There's okay. No, you ever click no a, integrity in porn. You ever go to click on a video and you're like, will I get, get uh, you know, uh, bullseyed by the FBI if I click this? No, a lot of people me. worry about okay, I don't worry fine. about that. I'm just like, I just want to make sure the girl is like. If Mitt Romney age. was president, you'd be worrying. <laughs> So true. So so you've you've been fucking for a while. No, I've career. not been fucking for a while. Well, so I really when you were nine. I know, and I, that's why I think I ended early. I'm fifty, and I haven't okay. given a shit. When was the last time you gave a shit about fucking? Coke. <laughs> Wait, I thought Coke made your dick soft. It does. That's Ugh. the problem. But it's are you getting horny and soft when you're on coke? Well, then you go well I, Viagra, but. I'd have to, I live on the border in Bisbee. You'd have to cross the border to buy some fake-ass Viagra. And by then, you're, you could have just jerked off in 15 seconds. Right, it's okay. It's such a fruitless endeavor. <laughs> Fucking is so pointless. Once you've been through the cycle. I, I hear you, but, but you, have a lo- you also have a long-time gal pal, as you call her. Yes. So do you not fuck anymore? 
maybe once or twice a year. Really? But it's very disappointing. Your, for her. Your sex drives are compatible in that way that you're both like, yeah, once she a year, would prefer twice a year. if I tried. She hates that I don't try. If I tried, she knows the results are. She told me openly I never made her come. And I go, good to know. In I 12 years? Yeah. Did she fake it up until she told you? Yeah, a lot uh. of times. And then would occasionally, like me, when you're having too many cocktails, you tell the truth. <laughs> How did that make you feel? Like I don't have to fuck her anymore. <laughs> I could just jerk off in 15 seconds. It's just so, like, well, I'm not good at this. <laughs> when was the last time you got like real aroused? By myself? Oh, I, I'll tell you. Oh. <laughs> yeah? I hadn't even jerked off in for so long. How long is that for you? I think it was when I... I got on a, when I did the babysitter porn thing, this is like, I don't know, a month ago. I haven't even, I told no one this ever. Yes. <laughs> In the last month or two, I'm jerking off because rarely am I alone. I have a lot of people around me. Yeah. So sometimes you panic, Jack. And you go, oh, okay, I got a I minute. I hear you. I wasn't to be alone? even gonna. But it's been a while. No one's here. It's to the point where even being alone makes you horny because it's exactly. so rare. I, I, Just, I, I hear no you so hard. Yeah. So I, I flip open and I, I, I try to. It's funny you say that when you. What are they following me on? When you jerk off to <laughs> you porn, the most disconcerting thing is recommendations for you. <laughs> <laughs> Right. When I go to newser.com to get my news, all of a sudden they know that I buy Rockport white loafers and I get all these ads. And I hate that invasion of privacy. Yes. But it has nothing on recommended for you <laughs> femdom strap on. You're not supposed to know about femdom strap on. <laughs> and this is, I believe, the day that I went curiosity, change of pace to yep. babysitter, stepmom, something porn. And I think it was a stepmom fucks your kid porn where, but she's all like in her latex. Step, her stepkid, right? I didn't get is that far. Very, now sometimes the plot is, is, is it's a little murky. It's that yeah. genre. I don't know if it was part one okay. or eight. We'll, con we'll contact them. Okay. Throw a fucking hand towel over my shirt because I'm too lazy to take off the shirt. Wait, you jerk off and it lands on your chest? Yeah. So wait, are you like this? Yeah, how can you, can you demonstrate well, for us how, how you, do jerk, you off? jerk off? Laying down on a bed, but it goes that way. Well, yeah. I hope it goes that way. If it didn't, I would that'd be a sideshow. Are I'd you a squirter? Cool. No, I mean, sometimes. But you I was like, really mine just leaks through into there. my ass crack. What is everyone talking about? I well, don't know what all went... going places is. My pussy's not a Dr. Seuss book. What the fuck? Mine went in the other direction. <laughs> does, your, is your, does your dick have like a curve or is it straight? Right at this age... It Wait, used it to have a curve, but it doesn't get there. Wait. Oh, it doesn't get hard enough? Or yeah, it doesn't have the full potential. And that's another thing. I not motivated anymore. My dick, my dick was so much bigger, probably by an inch and a half really? bigger. Because when you 
get fat and I'm only like 140. I was like, you're not fat oh, at all. Oh, but I'm fat around the, as uh, Brendan Walsh coined, <laughs> fat upper Fupa. dick area. Yeah, this pouch, that takes a fucking inch off your dick. Oh. Like, all my fat's right there. Okay. Do you shave your pubes? Not, not unless I have a reason. <laughs> The reason is to make your dick look bigger. I was going to say that. I, oh, it's, yeah, it's not. The, no, on, it's, the whole thing's disgusting. That's another reason that I don't want to fuck people is because I, I don't want them to have to experience just me jerking off by myself. I'm like, oh, God damn it. Why this is so gross. My body is such a heap of shit. I... But see, I don't that's do any exercise. That's all up here. You're not. You're. You seem like you're in good shape. You're not. I'm not gonna take my clothes off to let everyone know you're wrong. <laughs> I'm not saying do it, but. Uh, no, it. no. I'll just. Uh, uh, Come on, you gotta uh, beat the peeing. Uh, I, no, you no. Are I'm not. not fat I'm not at doing all. it. I'm just. I was gonna let you feel like just take a this. Off? Uh-huh. Did you ever see the movie? It was. It was um, Repo Man, where, <laughs> it's either Repo Man or uh, 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 the Dark Backward, where he's eating chicken that's rotten and it's falling off the bone. That's what that's my what that's what my flesh is like. Here, feel it. Go ahead. Go ahead. That, like your feel, grandma's underarm. Yeah, that, it's but that's a my little whole body. jiggly. It's a little jiggly. Do you want to get to the part where I come in my own face yes, or please. not? I'm watching this stepmom porn, and I'm not into it. I'm into something that's vaguely like it, because the lady's dominatrixy, like okay. in some fucking hot latex, and I hadn't jerked off in so long. And I'm, I fortunately have poor eyesight, so I'm wearing my reading glasses with my laptop. Half off of my <laughs> chest, and I'm jerking off, and it cascades over my spill blanket, my red lobster bib, <laughs> and goes over, <laughs> splashes this lens, and goes over enough to fuck up my contact lens. <laughs> Welcome to being a woman, Doc. Wow. Yeah, I thought those days were over and never for my gender, but there I was <laughs> going. Uh, and did you did you did you have to take out your contacts immediately? I never take went- my contacts out. <laughs> I actually, as you say it, I realized no, it was this eye because <laughs> I have Chilasians that fuck up this contact all the time, and then I go, oh, I have an excuse if someone says, hey, your eyes all red. Well, it's, I've had that problem for a year. <laughs> Long story. Yeah, jizzed in my own eye. What else do you want to talk <laughs> Is about? That, that's the only summary. time you ever jizzed? Wearing safety goggles. Have you ever jizzed on a woman's face in your lifetime? I and had a, give a warning. I did have a, a, a girlfriend that wanted me to do that. That's okay. another thing about you porn, porn, hub, red tube, earlier points. I was saying, recommended for you. That's why I change up. Red tube, you porn, porn hub, yeah. the other one, and I, I change up because I you want one of them to be something that wasn't weird that's recommended for me, so I feel like a normal human being. Okay. What's the weirdest porn you've ever watched? Oh, well, that's, we're comics, so that's different. Yeah. 
I made Andy Andrus vomit back in the VHS days. Oh, Someone shit. sent me a German shit flick where I, I would put it in the VCR. I go, hey, you got to watch this. One time I did it to Chili Dog Dave Dennison. He runs that comedy club up in Washington. And I go, hey, this is my new promo reel. Take a look. <laughs> and he's featured? so daft that he just sat there watching it for as long as I could wait, let him take waiting it. Waiting for you to come on. And I shut it off when the joke should have been over. And he goes, right. that wasn't you. <laughs> You're fucking missing the what point. What is on this port? Is it shit? Are they eating the shit? They're eating shit. And I, wow. even back then, I knew it was fake shit because it was a oh. montage, but all the shit was the same consistency. Oh. It was like forced. Uh, I know. I, look, I can spot bullshit. <laughs> no pun. Uh, can we get a, what are you, you're drinking Jack and oh. Diet? And yeah. you're drinking. Jack on the Rocks. Jack Thank Rocks, you. Jack Diet, and uh, I'll do uh, just a, a, a double Jack with tiny splash of Coke. Can we do that? Can we do that, Stan? We do that. Just, no one's listening. Is any, <laughs> does Everyone's anybody left. hear us? <laughs> well, well, if it doesn't come in five minutes. Uh, do any of you, li- I know this is a, a, a not my audience, <laughs> but do any of you gals actually jack off to porn or are yes. these role models? Wait, yeah, I no. look at porn all day. Like, I well, know, but I don't know if your role model's guiding them down a porn road. Cause no, they're probably crazier than us, and we're like, why don't you take it back a notch? <laughs> 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 hey, not. Why don't you write some stuff on a piece of paper? So <laughs> just, just so people know about your legacy. I, I, um, I, I understand that there's a huge problem with female comics hitting that wall of, well, chicks aren't funny, et cetera, et cetera. But... Do you also... Wait, whose wall is this? Well, the wall that you created the, when you said the, chicks are funny? The one that Jezebel writes about. Oh, Jezebel. Uh, we don't even, like, when everybody, any, anybody ever asks us that anymore, we don't even entertain the question. Like, that's, that's the downside of being a female comic is you get asked that fucking question. Do you, do you feel the same that I feel as safety being a comic in being able to say anything? Like, I... I, would, I wouldn't even tell my girlfriend who I'd tell anything about. Oh, I just jizzed in my own eye. But well, I feel comfortable telling any comic. Jizzing in your own eye, I feel, I feel very comfortable telling anybody. But what I, don't, I don't feel comfortable like, make, like political or social yeah. jokes on, like a t- on Twitter. Every time I press send on Twitter, even if it's not that bad, I, like, I just prayer. cover my eyes and go, well, I'm going to go do an errand yeah. now and see <laughs> if my career's over when I get back. Yeah, I'm going to go to Whole Foods and see yeah. what happens. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, it's that because our, our audience, a lot, a lot of times when they come to our comedy shows, like they're like, this is the first time I've ever been to a comedy show. And for me, comedy is supposed to push the boundaries of what you are comfortable hearing that is different from what we talk about on the podcast so if they see us live or if we say something comedic on the podcast a lot of times it'll get misconstrued sometimes you know but like we to me good comedy pushes it it offends you i like being offended i enjoy it i'm talking about not that wall that wall when you're in the green room i there's the only time i feel Oh, Openly comfortable is talking alone with comedians. Yes, where I, you yeah. really say anything. All yeah, the yeah, shit yeah, yeah. we could never there, fucking say. There's something say to that because I, I can say when I'm hanging out with my comic friends. Thank you so much. I can Thanks. say 
we, hey, it's almost a, it's almost a battle of who could say the most fucked up thing. Yeah. And I love that. That makes my heart flutter so hard. Uh, and sometimes I carry that into other conversations with not comics, and I'm and I'm met with like, wait, what? Right. And uh, that I don't get in it's, trouble or anything, but I just that's why I don't hang out with non comics. Yeah, yeah. I hear. I, I understand <laughs> that. Yeah. Well, but two of my my two best friends are not comedians, but they are they are accustomed to yeah. what I what I say, and so well, it's your fine. circle of friends is is, is on that level of comics. Mostly of like, gay men too, because I feel like yeah. the only other people who can like kind of uh, hang out with comedians on the same level drink as much and say the most fucked up things are gay men in my opinion True. that's what i think and i've hung out with her gays she is correct yeah <laughs> if i if, if i uh if, if the whole world were gay i would be a misogynist gay. oh <laughs> i would be a misogynist because lesbians do not share any of the same Social mores that you know, gay men do. It's yeah, it's very yeah. different. It's, it's very different. It's, yeah. yeah, it's so funny because whenever I'm hanging out and they're with lesbian people, and then my boyfriend's there, he always <laughs> assumes they hate him, and I'm like, stop. They don't stop. Just it's fine. They do. And they're like, why they am do. I in the room? <laughs> I, was gonna say, like, I think they do actually. Oh uh, well, I say they don't. I have a big lesbian following. Wonder why and. Uh, I don't know, but I'm, I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, anytime I can get through to lesbians, that's like my, my biggest achievement. Pride. Making yeah. a lesbian laugh is like, wow. It's a hard-earned laugh. It feels good. It is a hard-earned yeah, laugh. Yeah, it feels good. It's, 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 uh, yeah, what, what I wrote in my book, when famous people like you, it's like when black people like you, it's somehow better. <laughs> yep. It's better. I don't care if all the fucking so white better. dudes in the world wearing yep. their fucking Misfits t-shirts. Well, Those are my know. fans. Yeah. If a black person likes me, I'm funny, finally. Yeah. I'm finally funny. <laughs> well, it, 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 yes, because it's good to know, like, oh, my God, my voice reaches a, a, a diverse audience, and that, that, to me, is priceless. That, that is so, that's the biggest honor, you know? And you only have to reach a small sliver now. That's kind of the great thing about so many channels of fucking YouTube and... Content everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you can find your small sliver of audience... You just run with that. Mm -hmm. I don't yeah. ever do fucking spots at the comedy store. I go to party with comics. Hey, you can do a set. You can bump someone. I don't want to do a set. Yeah. Fuck regular people. I found my audience. <laughs> I made my bones. Yes. And, uh, yeah, I'll go oh, yeah, speaking of that, I actually oh, wanted to talk to you about, uh, so Just for Laughs, you run a festival called Just for Spite. It's been a lot of years. That's right. amazing. And so, but, but I never, what that. was the impetus? What happened that, that you got in a fight with Just for Laughs? Because I'm oh, dying to know. I will only tell you this if Al Madrigal is in the room and comes up and shares his story. God damn it. it just, is he here? All right. You go look for oh, him. I'll tell now. my story. I and it's in the book. Oh, I gotta push. I gotta push their book. If you order it on your phones before midnight, they'll make the New York Times bestseller list with their New York uh, uh, new book, uh, fucked. And then the rest. Yeah. Yeah. The, Being wow. sexually explorative and self-confident in the world. That's true. Don't you have to? Amazon doesn't really work towards those numbers, so yeah, you have to go. It does. Does any, it? Yeah. Any, all right. I've heard conflicting type of book. information. Type of the book. But all right, order it anyway. 
they talk done. about guys they fuck. That's why you're here, and you're hearing a dude talk about jizzing in his own face. I'm sorry. When I did Bill Burr's podcast once, I immediately apologized because I love his podcast except when he has a guest. Right. I want to hear Bill I was going to say, Burr. I didn't know he had guests. So if you're a lady feeling the same way, we can get in a lady chat. Well, you, you were saying that you had researched us, and you had questions. Well, yeah, now I have The question a, was, who are you? <laughs> who are they? Okay. <laughs> well, I, I, I got to... One of them was, uh, when you were in a dude's shoes as far as fucking someone and they don't call you... Or, 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 oh, yeah. I, I the, got to that the and then it went yeah. nowhere. So oh, okay. I bailed on that. That was the only question you had for us? I can't remember the other ones. I told you I wouldn't. <laughs> okay, well, I have a lot of questions for you. Uh, so we heard that you had a book of girls that you fucked. Yeah, that sounds right. A little birdie old. named Gary from Howard Stern. Yeah, uh, Gary from Howard Stern was like, told us this. dog about the Polaroid book. And I was like, what? Oh, that's Gene Simmons. I don't have a Polaroid book. Gary! Gary! Gary? No, I, I had, I have... My first photo album, hey, Al Madrigal. Hey, I'm sit, joking. Sit, sit, sit. Come here. Al Madrigal and I will, if you want to, they asked why I did the Just for Spite Festival. Sure. You don't have to, you don't have to. How's it going, everybody? You don't Thanks have to throw coming. down. Really you don't it. have to go public with this. Um, but we were just talking about this. Just for Laughs is a uh, big in their own eyes huge comedy, comedy festival. <laughs> Oh, yes. I love this. They love themselves. Oh, my God. Oh. Is this working? I got invited. To, uh, I, I, I think this story is way too long. It's going to oh, be like her story without the panty shots and the. Okay, it's cool. They. I'm good. They Thanks think for they. Us. They, they used to. Here, come sit, sit on, on my lap. Do you want, do you want to be top or bottom? Yeah. <laughs> We'll do it like this. Two guys, one chair. It's I like so it. so weird. Have you done, ladies, have you done Just for Laughs in Montreal? Yes. Multiple times, yeah. the biggest comedy festival if you ignore outside of North America and fuck off Edinburgh, which is way bigger. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> uh, this story is way too fucking long. I don't know why I brought you up here. I'm, no, I don't even care. I'm dying well, to know this. We committed. Let's tell an abridged version of it. They used to be huge. They used to make deals. Roseanne Barr would go up there and get a million dollars for a sitcom and then have a sitcom, and you'd all know her. I got cast. I went up there in 2002. I got cast in a sitcom the next year. I had done nothing. I was working for my parents' family business. I went Aww. and did a showcase. Then I got. Um, I had my own TV show the next year uh, that never aired. It was called The Ortegas. But stuff happened up there. It's like the NBA draft for young comedians. They did this whole thing called New Faces. And there is stuff that's rewarding that comes from that festival. But it's sort of tapered off, and those deals have gone away. But what happens really is they get all of us up there, and they really don't pay us any money. It's kind of like the uh, uh, NFL Pro Bowl. Nobody watches yeah. it anymore. I was like, can you do like a girl uh, uh, thing? Yeah, what's the girl oh. reference of that? It's like if the Kim Kardashian. Yeah, it's like, like so skating sunglasses. if Tanya Harding was not beating someone in the knee. <laughs> I'm okay. sorry. I just realized that um, this audience is 90% women. And, and no one uh, gives a fuck about the comedy. Guys <laughs> let, and the dudes that came with them. <laughs> so. let, let me cut. 
let me cut to why are you asking? Because you think it's interesting to them. You have an angle on the question. Oh, no, otherwise... I don't have an angle at all. I just, I, I, I've given up and I just personally they, wanted to know and I didn't think I would they talk gave to you us, again. They gave <laughs> us both eventually really embarrassingly shitty deals. Okay. They offered us both about the same amount of money to do full runs at our own travel expense mm. for money that I made less than I made my first triple gig at a Bozeman, Montana fucking open mic. Yeah. Let me put this in terms 1100 of bucks for two one-man shows at the biggest festival if you've ever. Been working okay. You've been doing this longer than I have, but I've been doing I'm uh, my 20th year as a stand-up comedian coming up. So Dang. I've been a stand-up for a long, long time. Wow. And I to get offered $2,000 to work for to do 14 shows or anything like that mm. oh, is wow. okay. yeah, it's it's embarrassing. With your paying your own and So flight, imagine doing hotel, anything for 20 you, years and you, then you, having somebody offer you way less than you actually... Pissing in your face, earning. basically. Yeah. yeah, it was so an insulting offer. So they insulted you. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, I, know, I know everyone's going, $2,000 to just talk shit when you're drunk? <laughs> Sounds like a good deal to me. <laughs> yeah, but after all the bullshit, yeah, you not. maybe go home with 75 bucks if you don't tip. <laughs> yes, right. you're right. So anyway, the point being, so what we're trying to do here and what you ladies have experienced is that um, this is for you guys. Uh, this is something that we're doing for them so that you can actually make the money that you're accustomed to earning. Um, and we want to treat the comics and all the podcasters like they should be. And treated. all things. Com oh, I forgot to mention Al Madrigal. Also stars on the hit Showtime show, I'm Dying Up Here. Great show. Really good. Yeah, and really good show. And he's also running this festival. I forgot that part. The You're the running the fucking festival. Minor details. <laughs> the amount of people that just clap for my TV show are probably the same amount of people that actually watch my TV show. It's a good show. Pretty it's, sad. It's a we good watch show. We watch your yeah. show. Thank you. We, like we watch it. The stand-up community loves that show. I, it, I really love that show. And the stand-up community is about, like, it's like 2,000 people. Very small, and very uh, few of them have showtime, but we but really like I it. I just want to pop out and say thank you. Thanks He's for having right. us. We're trying to do something that's a little bit different and uh, treat all the comics right. And that what brings you this show here. And I thank you so much for fucking coming. You guys have no idea how excited. This is year number one. But we're going to do this uh, as long as we fucking can. And we're going to so. make it weirder. And we're going to get way weirder. Do you want to say anything about your dick it. while you're here? Like anything about your cock or sex My or cock? I've been married for dick? 17 years. How is it? Uh, my wife is half Korean, half Greek. I'm half okay. Mexican, half Sicilian. We have kids uh, of 15 Very and 11. And uh, my wife is this crazy fucking tiger mom uh, that I can't control. And so... Um, no, do you have pictures? What's that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is she Mormon? She is not she on Damn it. I'm only into Mormon. Damn it. Yeah. I'm not sure if anyone's All been right. married for that long, but it's the opposite of you porn. Uh, there you go. Sorry. Thank you, Al. I should have <laughs> been. Thanks, Al. Thanks, Al Madrigal, thank putting you. this whole festival together along with a bunch of other people I should thank. Let me, unless you had something better, I'd like to close on, since it is the flavor of the day, can you, since you talk about guys you fucked, yeah. can you think of if the roles were reversed any time in your career where you could be in that same pickle of you sexually harassed someone? 
Well, I, 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 today I accidentally grabbed two cocks. Um, but please you know, tell. But one, I, I was just saying uh, uh, earlier, like I backed up and my hand was just right there and it just cupped the guy's dick and I was. Oh like, wait, I'm you so told sorry. me this. That yeah. was the TSA. Yeah. That was a TSA. Well, it was a person. It was a passenger, fellow passenger. But he was like, whoa. Uh, but there have, I mean. <laughs> you did it wrong. I cupped the dick wrong. How do you do it correctly? I don't know. If the guy responded by, well, <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was more like, yeah. I think it was like, shock. It was I mean, shock. I feel like he wasn't right. expecting a, a lady to cup his dick. Or anyone, probably. He was yeah. just trying to get on a flight. Well, you know, there was, I mean, I, and I had told this story before, but there, I did get a massage recently from a, a, a young man, and it was the most arousing. Wait, this is he's, the not that, like. he's not that young. That's how, how old is he? That sounds terrible. Well, he was he's like, a, he's an adult. Okay. I was like 25. No, he's like 30. Whoa, he looks great. Crazy. Um, uh, and that I was so aroused by the end of the massage that I almost wanted to, to make out, but that would have been sexual. I, I didn't though, but I didn't. I had the thought, and that's what women can control themselves more. I do think. Oh, uh, I, 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 I want to get never, so I've never deep with out you of control. guys. Let's go, let's go. No, no, I, I, I don't. Because oh. there's there. If this was in your living room, this would be a four-hour Kreischer <laughs> marathon where we're going to get into the specifics of, I think, a lot of... Uh, I, f don't do it, Stanhope. We'll do, do, it. It. do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. We did podcast yesterday. Kreischer, His call-in yes, sick-to-work podcast. Brought up people out of the audience... Higgledy piggledy, just <laughs> one girl. We rape came up. It's coming up in comedy it's, a lot. Comes up in our years. lives every and, day. Uh, and some lady went da da da. So we brought her on stage because she had a point of view. Uh huh. While she's up there, uh, someone else came up. He had a story. I God, I fucked it up. Twelve years old was a twelve when they were. What? It wasn't a twelve-year-old person. There was someone who was raped when they were 12 by mm -hmm. their teacher. Okay. okay. And everyone's laughing. Oh. Oh. Uh, yeah, that's not funny. Okay. Because it was a dude. Right, okay. I see what you're saying. Oh, that's fucked up. No, they were laughing then. We're an all-chick audience. Of course they're not laughing now because they set it up to make it, to make you... Here's my point. Yeah. I'm not turning on the crowd. I told you back. It was like a Mary Kay Letourneau type thing. Exactly. Right? Okay. And I tried to make the point that it's almost... Someone else in their 30s got that. So. I was like, what? Anti, <laughs> it's anti... To say that that kid knew what he was doing at 12 because he's a dude. I agree with yeah. you. Well, that's how why masculinity fucks men up a lot of the times. Because it's like, well, I was supposed to like that. So it's but he be did. He did. And to and say did. that a 12-year-old girl couldn't have the same mentality is sexist. I, I understand what you're saying. Like a, Do you like see a, what I'm saying? Right, right. So, so a 12-year-old girl, well, she doesn't know what she wants. And so but she a 12-year-old boy, a he's a boy. boy of course he knows. What he wants. But a 12-year-old in general could say they want a lot of things that they don't, they don't fucking know. Well, this guy was like 29 but now, he and he's going, yeah, I loved it. Right, Blew right, right. me right. first. But Fuck see, that me after. I think, ah. But that, I think, is a result of the, 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 uh, the idea of masculinity. 
I, and I also, really like, do a lot of times with the way you feel about something, I think a lot of it has to do with how people react to it when you this, tell the story. That's my point. Yeah. You're, you're hitting the point. Yeah, I'm very the smart. The point is how much... <laughs> Of sex. See, this is exactly what we shouldn't be doing in a live audience <laughs> at right. late at night. They want to go out and show off their fucking Halloween yeah, but costumes. I'm interested in this. Uh, how much of sexual assault when it comes to women is because how you're viewed as being sexual people. If right. you go out and fuck a bunch of guys, which is what your podcast is about, mm-hmm. you're whores and you're sluts, <laughs> and you're wrong. But a guy going out and fucking a lot of chicks is a hero. Right. And when does that become okay? When is it okay but for see, a 12-year-old student that went, I knew what I was doing. But I think it's not. It's, the reason why he's saying teacher. it's okay is because a guy goes out and fucks a lot of chicks and he's a man, and a girl goes out and fucks a lot of chicks and she's a whore. That's right. why. I think I almost think he's living up to that expectation of well men I was macho I was a fucking 12 year old who nailed my teacher like that that I would up. still be bragging about it though I was the 12 year old fucking but see, I, but that's I, I how you're reacting to it in both in both instances it's the adult that should have made the appropriate choice so no matter how the child reacts to it I don't think I don't think matters it's like the adult needs to make the responsible choice to not fuck a 12 year old right so th- this is where and that have, woman who had sex with that boy. I've, I've always... Uh, yeah, she's in the wrong. When, yeah. when I was 12, a 30-year-old woman was icky. Right? <laughs> was like icky. You right. always uh, generally... To a lot of 25-year-old men of 30 I know. <laughs> without manipulation, you fuck within your weight class. You're 15, you might fuck 22. Someone will, put an arbitrary number on where. But yeah... You're well, 15. There's something I'll get 30. into. Uh, she's dirty. Oh, she's elderly. You're 52 to 29. I'll get into something I've never gotten into before, I don't think, in depth. Right. Uh, I when think I the was crowd's 12, about to turn on us. I know oh, when it's tabs fine. It's fine. go out. No, 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 it's fine. Uh, when I was 12, I, when I landed in middle school, I fell madly in love with my English teacher. And I had him 7th, 8th, and ninth grade. And I legit don't stand so close to me. (laughs) I tried. I wanted him to want to fuck me real bad. I didn't even know what fucking was necessarily, but I was I was in love with him. To honestly, I was reading. We did a bonus episode of this podcast where I read my old diary entries, and I was like, I was creeping on him. (laughs) He didn't do. He didn't. He didn't do anything inappropriate. There was a couple instances where like he touched my shoulder. I wanted it to be so much more than that. I dreamed of the day he wanted to have sex with me, to be honest. Like, and I was but what if he really did try to have sex with you? Would you still have been, like, that smitten? Well, yeah, she as an adult woman... I should have been better You know at what? It. No, as an adult woman, looking back at it, I would have been like, he shouldn't have... He shouldn't have done that if he did. Because I, f- I feel like it would have been like Saturday Night Live, like two wild and crazy guys. Like you right. just keep go, you keep hitting on people, but then <laughs> when the second they say yes, finally takes, they're like, "What the oh, fuck no. is happening?" <laughs> well, there were, that's how I envisioned there that. There was an instance that we had these lock-ins for our theater class. This is I'm revealing a lot, but uh, that's fine. Uh, whatever. That already sounds bad. Uh, oh, we had lock-ins at this. School. They were sleepovers. They were sleep like co-ed sleepovers with the teachers. With the yeah, yeah, and we we shared a pillow one night. 
like I also had that, and like in retrospect, it's like what the it's fuck really is going fucked on? up. There's a lot of fingering <laughs> happening at Lockins, just FYI. Very uh, weird. Not for me though. I couldn't get it. We uh, all had home, deal. We all had homes in the town, but yet the rehearsal went so late that we needed to sleep on the floor in the Oops. gymnasium. How could we ever make it the five minutes to our homes at 11 p.m.? <laughs> all right, uh, quickly, biggest age difference between who you fucked, younger and older. Fifteen. Uh, 15 years. older or younger? Uh, 15 years older. Right. 22 years older than me. All right. Mine was... It was so hot. I loved every second 17 of 44. But I loved it the Yours way... Was 44? I loved it the way... When I was 17. Oh, Wait, okay. how old was... Whoa. 17 and... I can't do that math right now. Yeah, I don't... 60-something, early 60s. So that's in my first book. Yeah. But... Okay. <laughs> uh, but... but but I was creeping on him. Like, I, I was creepy towards him. I don't know how he felt about it. I'll never talk to him okay. about that. I know you're getting chatty out there. But I know there might be some dudes here that are not here because they got drug here. Oh, is that the fucking orange shirt guy? I was, there's an orange striped dude coming in. I go, I have matching underpants. Anyway... There's some dudes that never get laid ever in their lives. But okay. so if no, I, I'm on your, I'm with your no, story. Yeah. So if a lot of those guys become teachers because they just want to <laughs> help, they're sad and they go, I hope you don't grow up like me. But also, if you never get laid, like the fact, like and the, a 15 year old girl is oh my creeping God. on you. Go ahead. All right. I, I see what you're saying. Because have you, ever, have you ever, when I, I grew up and I looked back at all the teachers that I had crushes on in middle school and high school on Facebook because they're still commenting on my statuses. Nice. And I go, what the fuck? Shout out. What the fuck? Who, I would never, like, I would never fuck these people now. Right. You but know? When you were 15, so you have a great point. No, you do. And I was, yeah. I was a creeper. I was a 15 year old female creeper. Nobody the, ever looked at that guy before. And all of a sudden, I know it's wrong, but. Uh, I mean, I wanted, at the time, I really didn't, according to my diary, especially, I really wanted it to happen. Positions of power, yeah. Yeah, but also, I was always obsessed with older men. That's my point. In that position, if you have some dumpy old guy that I've just got into special ed, I assume you were special ed, and uh, now this really hot girl, she has a helmet, but she's really hot, and she's trying to fuck me. You have the position of power. But I was not old Power's enough to realize that. I was not old enough to realize I had a position. I was not old enough yeah, to realize that 15-year-old pussy putting on the plate is a position of power. And a I guy never who never got that. pussy wouldn't know that it, he's in the position of power. But if he's you're, an adult. There's levels of adult. Very true. Very there's true. There's a lot of people that are dumb as fuck. So the true. fact that you're a stand-up comic, both of you, means we're smarter than everyone yeah. in the crowd. <laughs> I just, as, as you get a little tense, I wanted to make it worse. <laughs> no, but there is that weird, it's a weird, it's weird. It's fucking dumb people at every age. And oh, it, yes, for and sure. pussy is a powerful motivator. And I didn't know that, though. I didn't know that pussy was so powerful. I didn't know that I had gold right here. I don't know. I've I never older. heard of your podcast, and I'm here. Ba- thank you. Fuck. Uh, you're right. a sweetheart. 
I'm so used to not having home field advantage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. I, lo- I just want to stay here until you, like, dig this ditch even yeah, deeper. Yeah, let's dig it. Nothing, it make, nothing makes me happier. I, like, truly love it. I don't know why they're clapping See, that I'm was on a, your side. Actually, <laughs> that was a backhanded compliment that I'm saying that you're both very attractive women, and that was Oh, I didn't get that at all. I wasn't that. making a backhanded compliment. I'm saying it was the power of your beauty that brought me to your podcast, and you. Oh, I just you're thought just looking I, for the fucking insult. No, see, I just thought it was because we had we were. Chicks. I wasn't insulting you. I, I, it takes a very talented comedian to bomb confidently. Oh, I'm not doing comedy. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Let, let me take the question back. Too late. When I said, <laughs> "Have you ever found where if the roles were reversed?" That you sexually harass someone in the business. I, like I, I, in I a green not. room, in a position. Not sexually harassed, but I mean, uh, certainly, you know, kind of noticed that someone was like, like Craig Mahoney, I will just name names, uh, was, uh, <laughs> he's been on the podcast, but Craig Mahoney, like it was someone who I was after for a long time, uh, to, like, like a conquest. And, uh, he texted. I was nice. at. A, I was at a bar one time, and he texted me like, "Just got out of the Yankees game, eating hot dogs." And I was like, "Craig Mahoney is wasted." And he's like, "Where are you at?" And I told him where I was at, and I knew he was drunk. And then so we and when we went out to a bar, we had more drinks. We started making out. We went back to my place, and like, I mean, had sex, but like not a sex that either of us remember. <laughs> Lost my BlackBerry that day. Like that's how old this Aww, story is. That's sweet. Left my she still remembers the call. BlackBerry more than the sex, and I understand that. <laughs> I was so I pissed. Maybe there was a dick in me. Lost my BlackBerry. Like that you, really if you sucked. leave your BlackBerry in a cab and like you notice it right as the cab is pulling away, but you don't have the energy to oh, run after so it, <laughs> but you just like ah. Um, That's a new moment, truly, baby. To this day, I'm just like, oh god, I wanted to have sex with him for so long, and it, it, it kind of took us both being intoxicated for it to happen. And I go, did I fucking rape Craig Mahoney? And I and I truly, it's like yeah, you said. Did you really yeah. think that though? Was I really did? Before the, the rape culture. No, no, no. I've said on the podcast multiple times, so it's on record. I didn't say his name, but that's who it okay, is. So it's recent. Uh, no, it's not. Uh, no, it's not recent. I've been in a relationship for a while. Deep. I'll go deeper. Yeah, I no, and I and so I and so then I, then I got concerned. I was like, because when alcohol is involved, the waters do get murky, and I certainly like to drink a ton, and and. Yeah, I, I love I, mean, I love drinking. And, well, and also, uh, you get blacked out, and people don't know. You seem so cognizant when you're blacked out. Right, which is a real issue. When you're a good, <laughs> black out. When you're a good drunk, people, it's the worst because yes. you want to tell them the next day, sorry, I was really shit-faced. And they go, you seem completely sober, so you don't even have the excuse anymore. Right, right, right. Uh, I've just been doing it so long. Yeah, I blacked out. Early on, I did three shows blacked out, and then I did the late show. That's also don't your your genetics. I don't I don't black out. I've never blacked out. If I get drunk, I'll barf and go home and go to bed. Like that's that's I've never. It's not, not remembered. genetics. It's just that you didn't drink enough yet. <laughs> yeah, I can't even get to the point of blacking. But the thing out. is, and also my boyfriend and I have had conversations about like we've both gotten super drunk and had sex when the other one wasn't cons- cons- consenting, and we're just sitting there going like, have. I, did I rape you? Did you rape me? Like, what? 
You right. know? So it's like, we're, it's, it is confusing. And to say there's not a gray area is, I think, irresponsible. Because I think it's like, you need to talk about these things. And it's like, what the fuck is going on? How do you know when it's okay to have sex? Well, you know you know what? It's not okay. This is when it becomes not okay. Because this is something that happened to me well, a long time ago. someone down. When you say no and they keep going. Yes. That, yeah, that is something. Like, I have just one memory of that. But I, I, I that, that, that's when it I is. I have a that's few. Oh. You saying no or someone else saying no? Or no, no, no. Both shouting both no. Both people shouting no, but you somehow keep when going. I was probably, when I was probably 15. Yeah. You know, you, when you're you know, uh, hand job fingering, pants down to here, <laughs> and both drunk off of whatever your parents left in the cabinet. Or she, <laughs> and I, I get my dick in, and she goes, we shouldn't do this. And that's all it took was that one slide to come. And I'm done. I go, yeah, we shouldn't do this. So right. that's rape. I am a right rapist. Now, but, but, but isn't... I have it, more is, examples. Is we shouldn't do this. We shouldn't do this. I have said to a cup, like, a partner when... Like, my, my boyfriend now, like, when we first had sex, I'm like, we shouldn't have sex. And, and he's like, yeah, we shouldn't. I'm like, you don't have sex with me? Like, that line I particularly used as a gauge of how interested he was in fucking. When it's no, that's the clear-cut line. But a we shouldn't do this, that, that's, that's... That's a bluff. That's... Yeah, and I've said that. Oh, that's, we shouldn't... Is everyone has been in this position. Yes, they have. And... <laughs> People will only chime in when it's the popular point of view. I, yeah, I've I've done the wrong thing in this climate. Never knew it was wrong. Oh, interesting. When I was in a position of power, you remember when I was a big, huge guy on the Man Show? I I do yeah. actually. Yeah, the uh, one of the staff. I'll just make it vague. Would uh, fuck my writer friend and blow me. Sounds great. Not our idea. Okay. But if she came out and go, he used his position of power of being on one of the most failed TV shows ever. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to go, yeah, she blew me onto my desk, but it was her idea and she was really cool. She would never do that. Well, if it was her idea, that yes. also conflicts then with anything being okay. wrong with the situation. Then another staff member closer to us uh, came in one day, and she was at the uh, she had come in at the dollar store, and I think it's Fairfax. And someone on her way to work, a hobo guy came up, and he goes, "Can I just look at your legs? And I want to jack." He wasn't jacking off, but he goes, "I want to jack off on your legs." And she went, ah, "No!" And she got in her car and drove away. And she came in weeping, crying, and we mocked her openly okay. for a guy just looked at you and suggested it. That's creepy as fuck. But right. Well, different things affect people differently, you know? Yeah. Like, people have grabbed my ass all the time on the street and, like, it truly doesn't phase me. And but, if like, anybody Christina did that to me, really upset about I, would, I, I get upset because I've seen random men on the street la la a couple Halloweens ago. Just This guy just grabbed her ass and I was like, what are you? What are you doing? I was pissed, but she wasn't pissed. So it was. It, it, but I've had guys. I had a guy. Oh, he it's all up in my how it, it triggers all, you. I understand yes, yes, that. Yes. But it, but I also have never been grabbed in a way that have. I don't know. I, I've never had that experience. But uh, 
I had a guy jerk off on the subway uh, in the subway cart, and he and he looked me in the eye. And we made eye contact, and that was that was my mistake. But I'll, I didn't know what he was doing. And he just I looked over, and he was like. <laughs> And I, I had an audition for fucking 30 Rock that day. It was my first big audition ever. Blew it so hard because I was so like, what the fuck just happened? And so, I, I mean, Wait, I wasn't he trying. blew it so hard or you did? He, I, I know blew my <laughs> audition. He oh, was jerking okay. off. But did he come when you made eye contact? I need to know. I mean, I, I don't know because it was, his dick, he had his Dick, he was grabbing his dick over his pants. I could tell was what he, he was doing. Was he wearing reading though. glasses? Because that helps a lot. It was Doug Stanhope. <laughs> I think the, no. variable, the variable in New York, especially on the subway a lot of times, though, is mental illness. Like, I can't get that upset yeah. when the mental illness is thrown in. Because I'm like, yeah. I wasn't traumatized by that. He, he I, just I was no, he can't jerk off here. I was just surprised. Right. You know what I'm saying? But then isn't it fucked up, though, that that happens to women all the time? Every time I read Gothamist, which is a New York-specific city blog, it's always so and so jerked off on the subway again, and everybody filmed it, and he didn't care. And it's like, all right, well, that's uh, fucked uh, up. B- by applause, you're on a subway. Someone is, let's say, three seats down, fair distance. <laughs> Would you prefer they were masturbating or taking a shit? Ooh, taking a shit. All right, so wait, wait. I would, I, I'd go, we'll I'd rather someone, the weirdest guy with a dick aimed right seen, at me masturbate than take a shit. But I've people take a shit, a shit all the I time. Agree, I agree. I've seen the shit taken before. I know, I've seen but it right that's I almost not, stepped in it. But no one's in the com- comedy community going, shitting on the subway jokes are never funny. It leads to shit culture. You're right. Like it's, You're so right. wait, wait, wait. Applause if you'd prefer the masturbating. Applause if you prefer the shitting. Here's what it is. I Agree to disagree. The, when, I, when I had a guy, the, the jerk-off guy before my audition, it didn't, I wasn't, I, I'm First of all, I don't think I'm they not. understand which they prefer like, <laughs> to not see or see, but go ahead. It's your podcast. No, but podcast. Like with that, for me, that was, that, I chalked that up in my memory as a, an annoyance, right? A, a little, little disturbance, but it's all the ones that add up to each other that make me go, oh, fuck this shit. Like, just I understand that you guys go through so much more shit. I am sitting here. Why I'm relaxed is I'm bathing in my white privilege. <laughs> Very because true. in this whole climate, once I understood what people meant by white privilege, I realized, why have I ever been worried? <laughs> I'm not even going to prepare for this. I'll just sit here and say whatever the fuck I want. Right. right. If I already have white privilege, why try? Mm-hmm. Let me throw this out. And I didn't want to do this because it's someone else's bit. And her name is Christine Levine. I'll drop her name because I'm going to do such an injustice to this bit. Okay. I'm just going to give you the premise. And she does one of the most brilliant bits where she talks about Going back to a guy's house. If I'm at your house, there's parts I even side with the feminists. If I'm at your house at 3 o'clock in the morning, I'm there to fuck you. Probably. But she, the, 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 the parallel she makes that's so fucking brilliant is that if she's too drunk and a guy fucks her 
and she can claim rape because she didn't have her senses about her because she was drunk, mm -hmm. why is it that she can still get a DUI because she's responsible at the same blood alcohol level for being able to drive, but it's not her fault for being fucking bent up ass naked in some guy's hotel room. Okay. And I, that's just a premise. Christine with yeah, a yeah. K Levine by her new album has this brilliant fucking bit. We'll have to insert it right here. We'll just insert yeah, the bit wanna, right I here. I want to listen to it. No, I mean, I. I... What? Wait, what? The drunkest girl in the room knows what the fuck I'm talking about. She's on my side. No, I agree. I, I hear you. I mean, I've never. I, I see the point. I see the point. Like, if I am. If, if, I mean, if I'm drunk enough there, to drive. At some home. point, it comes down to personal responsibility and not but I don't gender drive responsibility. Drunk. I mean, I also don't do that, but I also live in New York City. Huh? Exactly. That's what I was going to say. I live in New York City. That's so why if you want to drink, you got to move to New York. I know. That's really that's why I'm there. We're getting trash for 14 because, years. Because I have driven drunk in my life. And Zero DUIs, yeah. baby. Never drove drunk. I took Don't drive away. drunk. I have once, and, and it was bad. And, and, and But if, if I would have consented to sex that same night, I'll never forget it. It was in Atlanta, Georgia, and I drove this guy home and wanted to fuck, but I was like, yeah, I just got to drive you home. And I was really wasted. But I was wasted enough to drive him home, and then nothing happened. But if something did, I'm not going to chalk that up to the song. If I, I uh, had a cop pull me over for DUI in Atlanta, and I was going to have to go to a fucking Atlanta county, yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't have the option of blowing him to get out of it. And I would have taken it. I want, like, Everyone has advantages. But female advantage is a very tricky, uh, we, we don't, I, I mean. We I don't think, I, don't, I, would, I would never file blowing someone yeah, uh, under an advantage. An advantage. That's a, to that's get a out of lot jail? Of work. That's so I would work honestly, well, you, would, you wouldn't have to go to, to a men's jail. That's oh, so much hang on. work. The, our first grader here has a lot of questions. She's like fucking. I don't know what the, I don't gonna, know what the gonna, fuck has yeah. happened. Why is driving drunk different than consenting to sex? I feel like I can, I feel like I can consent to sex in a way more. Uh, I think you're gonna do both tonight. No. But I what's, feel your, like, what's your stance on this? We're confused. I feel like I feel like. Are you pro I, drunk driving? No, 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 no. Okay. I feel like I can consent to sex way more drunk than I can drive drunk. Like, like. Agree. Well, I agree then with they this. should have so some kind of for thing. Alcohol, how come that's the legal limit for sex as well? Like, I can consent to sex a lot more drunk than I can consent to driving. Okay. It takes a lot more to drive than you someone can kill with somebody else. Than with driving. Yeah, you can't kill oh, yeah, can, somebody while you're drunk. The odds of killing yeah, somebody can, are very slim. The diseases I have, I could drunk, kill you with a fucking drunk fuck. The, uh, the odds of driving, driving drunk, you could be a tipsy and go, what? And then just fucking ram into a kid. I mean, you can't, you can't control the circumstances. Like what you, if a drunk girl is blowing you while you're driving drunk? Well, she can chop your dick off problem. and then kill you both. Then you die dickless. And this is an endless circle a of, of a perfect conversation. Yeah. Do you have more to add? <laughs> of course she has more I to add. Not, She's drunk. No, 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 no. no. Drunk driving is not okay. Don't drive drunk. 
We all I'm agree with this. Everybody has sex at an at an intoxicated level. My best friend is engaged. Not Mormons. She, that's she'll why she jacks She goes it. home. Like so, why is that different than me having? <laughs> why is that different than me having sex with a random person? And why is it okay for me to like have sex with a random intoxicated person and not okay for me to drive drunk? I understand. No, 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 no. I get. I get okay. that it is well, not is okay to drive drunk. But like, Nicely, why is it not no, okay no to No one got your name. Sex? No one got your name. I want to introduce you properly so everyone remembers. <laughs> Your salient points of view. My name, my name is Stephanie. Stephanie, this goes down. We can boil this down forever to why is it okay for an 18-year-old to get his fucking face blown off in Afghanistan, but he can't even get drunk till he's 21. And why is it okay to do that? We're trying to wrap up on a fucking funny point, and I'm not bringing it there. Yeah, I, I, I I'm understand. I'm failing, and you're not helping. That's your next book. <laughs> that is our your, next your book. Next, uh, yes. Oh my God. Yes. It, it, there, there, there is blurred lines with 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 drunken sex. There are not blurred lines with drunk driving. That that's something. Right? No. So, so, but no, you are. But the oh. law, the law. Oh, yeah. But you can also, there are times. I'm an alcoholic. I'll be succinct. That. I'll be the succinct. Law I'm that. an alcoholic. What she can do at .08, I can do at .24, because <laughs> I'm a seasoned professional. So. So maybe the way we have registered sex offenders, we can have registered alcoholics. It's like, no, 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 Doug oh, is okay at this yeah, limit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's fine. Uh, Mr. Officer, it's one of my earliest bits. We all know they him. should do the drunk drive. Your driving test, when you get a license, you should be able to do at the alcohol level you're at. Right. If I'm okay to drive at the driving test at the DMV okay. at 0.18, right. Right. I get a license. I that makes I... simple fucking sense. Yeah. It's not even a joke, and people laughed, and I go, no. No, no you're right. It's a, you... Yes, yes. I think, I mean, we're getting, we're getting into dodgy territory. But I, but I think the bottom it's so, it's line so nice is... that our last podcast of our career is going to be with Doug Stanhope. <laughs> I really, I'm just really I'm excited it. about oh, that. Oh, don't even have to do a thousand <laughs> apologizing for it like James Christie. <laughs> uh, with sex, though, with drunken sex, the only experience I have had with... I have had an experience with both parties being drunk, and I said no, and he kept going, and I fucking said no. So that's the line. That's the no. You fucking heard me. You never but went then, the other way? Huh? You no, never went it, the other it way? never. No, honestly, no. No, no more, no more, no. Not, not that, it, not that it is impossible to go the other way, but it for me, it has never gone the other way. You were, you guys, I'm too drunk to get it up now. For me, no. Yeah, and I, but I, 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 I same for me. I, so if we're going, if the line for a rape is no, then I. Thank God, have not raped anybody. So. Yeah, I, I would never. I don't. I don't cross that line. I don't. The, yeah. the times in my life where I've thought about the masseuse, the male masseuse, where I'm like, God, I just I hope he has a boner and he did it. But he, I wanted to touch him afterwards, and but I didn't. I didn't. I fucking. I I didn't. I, I kept. I held back. I had willpower to not. I've do been that. so drunk where I forgot who it was. It was consensual. Yeah, we've all been I there. And like that, like fucked. Gacked out. I don't know if you do say, drugs or been through those phases. Yeah. Just like gack and then the lights are out because they don't. You don't want to. 
You know, I has thought somebody I was ever accused you yeah. of of not? no, no. Uh, so, so, I, so then I, I pull. I, 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 no, I, so then what the the the, the, the reaction, the interaction, the sexual interactions that you have had in your life, they've been consensual. I hope so. That's what every dude is thinking now. Like what? I'll tell you a story off. I don't want to be Burt Kreischer and go. I'll tell you a story <laughs> off the air. No, no, no. I, I yeah, yeah. Well, well yeah, I'll, yeah. Where you go, I. I think it's consensual. Right. I've had a guest on this podcast where I literally asked him on the podcast, did we fuck? I don't know if we yeah. fucked or not. And, yeah. and who initiated it if we did? I don't fucking know. Like, right. that, that was one instance. Uh, that was Amy. Uh, Amy Schumer? No, no. She has the My, uh, my Fairy Tale Junkie book. Amy. Uh, my Fairy Tale my fa- Junkie? I, my f- I'm Fairy Junkie. God damn it. I've been. Winehouse? She's no, dead. no, she's a comic, she or was oh. a comic for a minute. She just put this book out. I've been plugging it. I read it. Did you? Yeah, no, it's good. Except she yeah. never did heroin. And I go, uh, I think. Uh, wait, what is the book about? It sounds like Cat Marnell's book. We do have to wrap. We just yeah, got the light. Just we just got the rap. light. Anyway. Yeah, I have to pee. I was gonna leave the stage a long time bad. ago and just come back, but. Guys, I didn't know if I was allowed to do that. Thank you so much for coming and being a part of this conversation. Please give it up for Doug fucking Stanhope, ladies and gentlemen. No. Buy his book. It comes out. That's. <laughs> you have 30 minutes to buy this to make Doug. it a New York Times bestseller. Fucked is the name of the book. Get it on Amazon or wherever yeah, you get your books. Barnes and Noble. You have 30 minutes to get on your stupid phones and buy that and make it a bestseller and send all the hate mail about me to them. I'll <laughs> it to them. We'll read it next week. Thank you. Thank you, Doug, so much for coming on. We've Thank been wanting you. to interview you for a really long time, and it was just as wonderful as I had hoped. We'll, Seriously. We'll, we'll, we'll finish it back Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. We'll finish it up. Thank These you guys people. so much for coming out. We really we appreciate it. this girl's buck. <laughs> Thank you, Doug. <laughs> Thank you, Doug. Doug Stanhope, everybody. <laughs> Woo! <laughs>
episode of Guys We Fucked is brought to you by Smilf, a new comedy series from Showtime. Based on a Sundance award-winning short film, Smilf follows Bridget Bird, a 20-something mom from South Boston, as she navigates dating, sex, and a career while raising a tiny human. Smilf is loosely based on the life of series creator Frankie Shaw. Check out Smilf streaming now only on Showtime. <laughs> 